What's up? Jason Tatum here. Ball up wherever you are with NBA 2K Mobile. Playing game events to collect NBA legends and rising stars to assemble your dream team and settle things on the court. Download NBA 2K Mobile now on the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Pixide Podcast. My name is Joel Moran and I'm here with Ripper Brown, Andrew Velez, and Joel Dells. And this is now episode 205. In this episode, we are going to react to Patrick Beverly being traded to the Lakers, Kevin Durant deciding to stay with the Nets, Chet Holmgren's season-ending injury, if Taylor Horton Tucker can thrive in Utah, and will also rank the top duels in the Western Conference. Now you guys see the video. If you're not listening to the video, you see you're hearing the audio. Drew is back. Yes, sir. And you got a nice yes, Funko sir. Pop there. I do have a nice Funko Pop. I'll tell you what. First off, good to be back. Absolutely great to be back. You guys held it down. <laughs> you guys held it down. You guys put up our, our most viewed video of all time while I was gone. That was absolutely electric to see. Shout out to y'all for holding it down. My boy, River Brown. I'm, I'm glad to be back here sitting next to you, uh, sitting in front of you. But, of course, y'all see the Funko Pop. Derek Jeter. I got blessed. My boy Max, get Funko'd. Give him a follow on on Twitter or on Instagram. TikTok. TikTok. Literally name it. It was his birthday. Shout out to my boy. Happy birthday to you. But the, the fact that I'm getting gifts and it's not my birthday, it's his birthday. I look like a shitty friend if I'm being completely honest. But just want to give him that shout out. Happy birthday, Ken. Again, I appreciate it. Talking about Funko's, your boy Nick, honorable Patreon member and Nick. Absolutely. Sent us gifts that I have in this bag right next to me. Now, I'm going to pull Funko's out one by one. Yo, let's go. We're getting more Funko's? Get the hell out of here. I'm cooking. (laughs) So, shout out to Nick for these gifts. We truly appreciate it. Now, this first one is for Drew. Hot. All right, I'm going to close my eyes. I just, this better not be Mahomes. Hot! (laughs) Anthony Davis, let's go. And there is a note inside the box. You have to read it. Oh, this is my first time ever opening an actual Funko. I put the note in there. It should be slid in there. All right, all right. I'm going to try and slide it out. Hey. Ah. All right. Anthony Davis in the flesh. Joel, I hope this doesn't cover you. No, I think it does. No, it doesn't. All right. A gift for you. Anthony Davis is obviously for Drew because this is the only time you'll see AD healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Sincerely, your favorite Heat fan, your boy, Nick. Thank you, King. I appreciate it. This is sick. I'm now, hyped. The next one, it's going to, I'm actually not, I'm going to do mine last because I'm giving everybody their stuff. So the next one is for Riff. And this is Riff's, one of his favorite players. It's not his favorite player. Is it Paul George? But it's one of them. Drew, you got to close your eyes. I mean, we can't tell if they're closed or not. But. No, they're closed. Dude. Oh, my mother. Oh, you got to look. Look. You don't have to open it. Just look. Oh! Yeah, <laughs> nice. Good guess. Yeah. Just look at this guy. Show him off. Show him off. Paul George. That's lit. Fucking PG-13. MVP. There is no note in there, by the way. No. Uh, it's only for Drew. And then I have a note that, like, is giving all Your of boy us Nick, a yo, shout, shout out to you. And now oh this God. is for Joel. I'm not going to lie. This is really, tweaked. really good. Put in my hands. I did. Oh, JT. Oh, this is, oh, it's nah, got You know it's electric when it has That's the plastic fire. covering. Ooh, yep. Shout out Nick, man. Nah, That's he bugged out. This is That's fire. Good. He bugged I'm surprised out. he bought Tatum. He hates him. It's a real one. Here, I'll that. show it off. <laughs> it's in that plastic nah, covering. Plastic covering, you know they, they did some other stuff. 
What's on, on the back focus. of that? What, why is there Jimmy Butler? Like? No, it just shows like the different uh, oh, numbers, Funkos yeah. in the set. And my Funko is James Harden, of mm. course. Nice. Is that him on the Nets? He apologized for giving, <laughs> giving me the Nets. One. Here, I'll he, show it. He just told me that this he couldn't right. find any other one. Respect to him. You know, he tried. He did try. He tried to get you a Steph one, so but he I, couldn't. But I there was no Steph doing Kim if I got Shout that. out to Nick, man. Now, nah, this AD one is super lit because it has the uni. This I don't know if y'all could see it. I've had a couple. It's my first Funky Funko. Now, I have a few. I have so a now few. talking about Funkos, do you guys leave them in the box or do you open them? I, I, leave I would them. probably leave them in the box. I personally leave them in the box. I don't mind you opening them, of course, because it's kind of goes with our design. Yeah, I would but probably leave mine in the box. I personally leave them in the box. Max absolutely just opens them, throws a box, doesn't even look at it I'm again. I'm surprised. Facts. But it honestly so looks so. cool. And now Here, this is the note for all of us from Nick. Keep doing what y'all are doing. You guys are awesome. Best sports pod ever. Love the vibe y'all have is genuine. You and you guys are hilarious. I got one of these for each of y'all. You know who gets who from your boy Nick. Shout, Nick, shout out to Nick. Thank you. Thank you so much for the Funkos and the presents. We truly appreciate it. Uh, All right, now we're gonna spoiled. move these. So give me mine. Go ahead, bro. We got so much Funkos. Maybe Funko should sponsor us. Oh, hey, dude, Funko. send us. Absolutely love that. Now before we go on to the first couple topics on the episode. Uh, you can join our chalkboard or our discord. The link is going to be down below. Now chalkboard is our group chat. You can join that for free discord. You have to subscribe to our Patreon to get access to the discord. And also don't forget to buy some pick us podcast merch. We're going to have some seasonal jobs, but for now you guys can buy hoodies, t-shirts and all different types of colors. And don't forget to rate our podcast on Apple podcast or Spotify and leave a like and comment on this full episode uh, video and now and you also if you're a patreon member two extra episodes per month yes you dropped one for august one coming out in the next week yeah we're recording you a have new the voice one, for so. that coming different you, that, that's his thing now I, i've seen it every single episode he just likes to the throw patreon? that into the picture drew Listen, came from real madrid up. and he got us these shot glasses so, so i came from madrid, madrid. madrid. the team is real <laughs> oh, madrid yes no, again madrid. i was just in spain <laughs> shout out i'm wearing the barcelona jersey so but yes i did what we're gonna do i think is that on the patreon episode get a shot Oh, drink a shot. Great idea, oh, so, man. Yeah. Great idea. Patreon's much more laid back. <laughs> yeah, we're just chatting it up. That's just going to be Kilo shot funny. glass. Got it for the gang. <coughs> the first topic that? of the show. <laughs> it's almost like it easy the there. Lakers waited for you to get back. It was amazing. Yeah. It was electric. Mm -hmm. I couldn't believe it. Let's get into it. On to the first topic of the show. The Lakers traded for Patrick Beverly. They traded Talon Horton Tucker and Stanley Johnson. Now, what are your just your first reactions, your first thoughts to the trade, and what do you think this means for Russell Westbrook? We know that him and Pat Bev have some beef. Will they squash it? Will they put it aside? Will Russ eventually get traded? What are your thoughts, and where do you think everything's going to lead to? So, initially, with Pat Beverly joining my Lakers, I'm thrilled. We needed someone that could defend the perimeter and hit open jumpers. That's Pat Bev, career 37% from, from the three-point line. And he is one of those guys. I don't want to. I don't want to say this again because y'all are gonna clown me. But he's one of those guys that likes to jaw and gets in, into the opposing team's ears and makes them feel it. He is that type of that type of guy. A guy that when he's on your squad, you absolutely love him. But when you're playing against him, he's one of those guys that you want absolutely nothing to do with. I'm thrilled now that Pat Bev. I had to close my eyes. There's pause because I knew that if I looked at you guys, I wouldn't have been able to get that sentence off. So I'm happy that I got through it. Hey, you a while. Yeah, I was. Anyways. One of those guys that when he's on your team, you love him, and I'm I'm ready to love Patrick Beverly. He's going to impact our team 
mostly on the defensive end, but we desperately, desperately needed someone that could hit shots from the outside. Now there's a little bit less responsibility on Anthony Davis in that sense where now he can just roam roam around the box and really just focus on being the best shot blocker there is that we need him to be. Yes, he's going to be the floor general for us too, but at the same time, he has someone on the perimeter that he can trust and rely on, and it's not so much pressure on him on the defensive side of the ball. In terms of Russell Westbrook now and his stance with the team, at first I was under the same belief as a lot of other guys that this now means that Russell Westbrook is most likely being moved. But now you see the tweets from LeBron and Pat Bev both saying that LeBron that, that Russ is going to have a good season. Now, you could either interpret it as the one, LeBron's being a, an evil villain, saying that you know he's going to have a great season elsewhere, or you can just take it like a normal human being and think, yes, LeBron firmly believes that Russ is going to have success, which I think you believe, which is weird to me. That what? That, that LeBron <laughs> meant this in a, a backward... No, uh, I just think it's nasty work. See, like, that's the thing. I don't think LeBron because I, I think like I think behind the scenes, LeBron has been advocating for a Russell Westbrook trade. So for so him to say... How do we know that? So for him to say, watch this Russell Westbrook breakout but, but, season... No, would LeBron do, prefer to play with Kyrie than Westbrook? Wouldn't you? Yeah, I'm not tragedy. saying it's a good or bad thing. It's Kyrie Irving. My yeah. point being is like, it's one, like me saying, it's you, know, all I, you know, I think like, you're going to be, I think you're going to be great next year, just not here. That's the thing. I don't think LeBron would do something like that. <laughs> you don't? Th- okay. Well, Tom will tell. I Tom agree, but LeBron, if history has shown me anything, he has never been grimy, never been slimy in that type of that type of manner. So yes, I understand where people are coming from with a sense of we just got Pat Bev. It makes Russell Westbrook even more likely to be gone. But after that, I just think that LeBron sees something that is going to work with Russell Westbrook being in the lineup. Patrick Beverly is probably going to be our sixth man coming off the bench. He's probably going to get a lot of minutes down the stretch as well. But I just firmly, I think that they really want to run it back with Russ. And I, and I understand that you want to right the wrongs of last season. A lot of people were making jokes. A lot of people on the show were making jokes about the Lakers. And rightfully so. Listen, they, they were an embarrassment to a degree. It's extremely underwhelming. I think that they want to right that wrong and they want to justify what happened. So for me, when looking at this trade, I, I really like it. I do. Now, you talked about Patrick Beverly coming off the bench. I don't like the idea of that personally because you look at the Lakers right now, there are three starters, Russell, LeBron, and AD. Austin, Austin Reeves, bro. Austin Reeves, is he a, an actual good. starter? He's, he's really good. I, I like think him. he's a like good Austin player. Reeves. Is he a starter? I don't know if he's a starter just yet. You have holes at the shooting guard position, if not the center slash power forward position, whatever position. AD decides to play the other position is a hole. Austin Reese is probably going to be our shooting guard. But Thomas Bryant. That's another one, facts. And I don't think he's a quality starter either. No, yeah, he's like a six-man type of vibe. <clears throat> Pat Bev is thrilled to join the Lakers, and I think why not? Because you're getting to play with LeBron, Anthony Davis, and this is exactly what Darvin Ham wants. He wants a tough-nosed, tough-minded player Absolutely. that plays defense, that spaces the floor. That's what Pat Bev is, and the good thing about this trade is that, for one, you get rid of Taylor Horn Tucker, who doesn't fit next to these guys. He doesn't. Number two, Patrick Beverly is on an expiring contract for the for next season. For well, not this upcoming season, but the season after this. The only contracts on the books for the Lakers are AD and LeBron. They have a boatload of cap space. They can sign high quality free agents in free agency if this year doesn't pan out. But to talk about Patrick Beverly, last year was a down year for him. And he shot he shot 34% from three, 38% for his career, though. But this past season, he graded in the 94th percentile in playmaking and shot 38% on catch-and-shoot threes and 47% from the corner. And that's on a down-shooting season. So Pat Bev brings playmaking. He brings 
shooting. He brings a tough-minded, really great defender. Absolutely. And to me, the only thing that is holding me back from being fully on board is whether or not Russell Westbrook will be on the team. If Russell Westbrook's on the team, I don't think this team goes anywhere. I don't think they go far. I think this addition is pretty much meaningless. If they trade Westbrook, I think the Lakers have a chance to be a true championship contender now, why is it with the pieces they get. Because I think you can't win a championship with Russell Westbrook. And if your goal is to win a championship and Russell Westbrook's on your team, you're not on the right track. So just because of Russ and his place. Because of Russ and he just can't it's, – it's hard for him to fit next to other players. I don't overly disagree, but I just can't doubt a legend. You know what I mean? Like it, ultimately that's what's holding me back. It, Russell Westbrook is a legend to the game. All right. Wow. He is a legend, but out of his prime, it's no. just he not, is. It's he just is. analyzing the player he is today. I, like, I don't disagree at all with what you're saying. It's just sometimes you just can't say like that's very disrespectful to say. But it's got some substance it's to it. Facts. I'm not saying. It's I'm not, not saying not if all. Russ played a different role, you probably could. But the current role that Russ wants uh, to play, you probably can't win a championship. The Lakers' current starters: Westbrook, Pat Bev, LeBron, AD, and Thomas Bryant. Hypothetically, now I've seen on Twitter a lot that. This trade is leading to a Russell Westbrook trade, yep. and there are two options. One of them is a three-team deal with the Jazz and the Knicks. The Knicks get Donovan Mitchell, of course. The Jazz get Westbrook and picks, and the Lakers would get Boyan Bogdanovich and Jordan Clarkson. Now Turn the me up. the other hypothetical option in it's trade is to the Pacers, yep. Russ and two first-round picks, and according to sources. It's the second first-round pick, the second unprotected first, that the Lakers are unwilling to involve in the deal. And that's for Buddy Heald and Miles Turner. Now, I think if the Lakers go into next season with Pat Bev, Buddy Heald, LeBron, Miles Turner, and Anthony Davis, I think that's a team that can contend. It's a formidable team. Make, make some moves to round off the bench, but that team, to me, can contend in the West if they are healthy. That's the but perfect currently, statement. with Russell Westbrook and this Pat Bev edition, it does nothing for me. <clears throat> well, I, I don't I don't fully agree with Joel, but I don't fully disagree. Um, I think Pat Bev, even if Westbrook's on the team, I still think this is a good move because it makes you better than what you were two days ago. I think getting Pat Bev, a player like that, who can play make in limited minutes, who can shoot the ball, who can defend at a high level, this is a player you bring to a team with only three, as of right now, four good players. Five, four is some change. Because Austin, Austin Reeves is high. So well, four is some change. Two elite players. Yeah, and then... so it's like... Bringing him in to fill out the rotation is huge. <clears throat> now, those trades, I don't know if this makes Westbrook tradable because I still don't think a team wants him. I still think he's going to be on the roster. I, you could take that comment three ways with LeBron. Either one, nasty work. Two, he legitimately doesn't know if Westbrook's going to get traded. Or, well, no, just it's just those two ways. So I, I'm not going to take it either. I'm just going to stay out the mix and just say this is the team they're walking in with. Westbrook will be on the roster. And if you get a guy like Pat Bev, that's good. I, like I said, I, I do agree with that part. I don't think they're a championship team right now. I still don't think they have enough pieces. Does Pat Bev help move the le needle a little bit? Yeah, but it doesn't help move into the terms of winning a championship since he's not that type of player. He's a good role player, but he's not a player that's going to change a team that much. But just speaking on the move, you traded nothing for something. You know, you traded THT, who literally wasn't good with the Lakers. He wasn't going to fit with the Lakers for a player that fits next to LeBron, fits next to Anthony Davis, and even at points fits next to Westbrook because he's a floor spacer. He's somebody who doesn't need the ball. He can space the floor, and he can defend at a high level. So getting that is just always huge. But I think overall this is just a great move for the Lakers, something that they, they literally fixed their offseason by getting a player like this because they haven't been able to do much. So this is a great move for them. 
But if they can trade Westbrook, I like the Indiana one. I think Buddy Hill, who's a great shooter. Miles Turner, who's a really, really good defender. I think bringing in the, him along with Anthony Davis, you put Anthony Davis and Miles Turner together. That's, that's dope. You get Buddy Hill with Pat Bev next to LeBron. LeBron can go back to playing the one. That's huge. You just got two floor spaces next to him. So I think that's the best move for them. I like Bogdanovich and Jordan Clarkson, but I prefer the floor spaces and the guy that don't need the ball as much. This was a LeBron move. You know, we've seen it throughout it's his great. career going, <clears throat> training the young players, getting the vets type of guys he likes. And the Lakers needed someone like this. You guys mentioned someone who could shoot, defend, but also bring that dog mentality that Darvin Ham was talking about in his press conference and really throughout his time as Lakers head coach over these last few months. Someone's going to come in, be willing to play with the system, play defense, and play hard. And, you know, ultimately, I think LeBron has to sign off on it because it's LeBron. He's the GM. He makes all the moves, basically, that happened with the Lakers for right or wrong. But you also look at the roster last year where – it was a ton of old players, a ton of players who really couldn't shoot. And now this year, you guys kind of did the opposite, right? You only have a handful of players who have a lot of experience in the league. Now Pat Brev bringing over in his 30s, you know, another veteran there. So overall, it's a great move for the Lakers. Like you said, Riff, you're better than you are two days ago. So you'll take that, especially with the way the Lakers are currently constructed and the current teams in the West. If they don't make this move, even with this move, I mean, they're still, still gonna be bottom tough. of they're the West. They're a fringe playoff, they're team, a fringe playoff bottom team. Bottom of the West this is crazy. You're around the 7-8 seed right now. Bottom of the right West now. in terms of the seeding. Seeding. Not, not the LeBron and AD stay healthy. We're making the playoffs. Lock. Yeah, but, yeah, but where? You're, you're not no, no, a four no. seed. If AD and LeBron are healthy, it's no, a lock. Not you're, a not a, you're not a four seed. The health part is But you're also not a four seed. So, which, like, you're... You know what I'm saying? Healthy. You're not a top four lock seed. No. If LeBron and AD are healthy? Yeah, you're not nah. a top four. You, you were, you were great you that year West? because of not only them two being a great, you had great role players. I'm, I'm not disagreeing. Uh, you turned his mic off. I know. It was an accident. Um, but Turned me off? He did. That was crazy. Uh, <laughs> and if you would have mentioned AD shooting, because this is ultimately what I feel like. It, if AD can get back to any type of resemblance to that 2020 season of his shooting, then I'm a little bit more comfortable with the you talk about the three point or the mid range? The three point. They solely the you three think, point. You really think that's him? No, I don't. Because I feel like the mid range, he's gonna he can get back to that. I think the mid range is still it's not what it was clearly, but it's still serviceable. It's still decent. But what really is important to me is the three point shooting because we still lack jump shooting, and if him being unable to hit the jumper consistently has definitely hurt us in the long run. We need him to get back onto that track, and then I'm comfortable a little bit more at ease, I should say. With the current roster as it is right now. So where do you think you could finish? You get 60, us, you get 65, 70 games out of both of them. We, we Best def- case scenario. definitely could be the four seed. Uh, fourth is crazy. No, it's not. The fourth is nuts. Healthy LeBron, healthy AD. The Clippers, the Warriors, the Nuggets. They, you okay. Ha- okay. LeBron and AD the haven't been Grizzlies. healthy, number one. Even if they're healthy, they Grizzlies, do. They still the need role players around. I don't disagree, but the West th- is they're still tough. good enough. To get a fourth right now? They What's the starting can. lineup right now? I mean, you just rattled it off. Reeves right got to start. Re- Reeves is going to start. You think that Westbrook that's a good Reeves starting problem. lineup? That's not I, a. I think Reeves is a that's solid not a defender. four seed He's, in the West. I think we have to stop putting an expect. See, this is what happens with. with I mean, he fans. played well last season. It's not nothing to put expectations on. He no, actually no, no, played no, no. well. The odds of players that are in their second season, that are this young, that are able to really contribute to a championship contending team, are very slim, slim to none. That's why Austin Reeves, yeah, he, he could be a good role player, but there's a reason why the Warriors on their bench had a bunch of talented young players and really didn't play any of them in the playoffs because usually they're not ready for that moment. Austin Reeves, did he have flashes in the regular season? Sure. In the playoffs, do you trust him in the series? No, I don't. People and said that, the and, same shit about Alex Caruso. And, and that's why, well, he was more Alex seasoned. Caruso. Like a five-year yeah, player. Yeah, he was in the league for a while. He finally <laughs> found his footing. I, I think Austin Reeves... 
the expectation of him being a starter, I think, is a bit unfair. He's a good bench player. He's a good role player. He can he give be you a some good minutes. role player as a starter. In, in, in the play, in, in in his minutes, let's say if you guys make the playoffs, he can give you good a good ten to twelve minutes. But for him to play twenty plus, but minutes I think he can start in, in high level situations. Don't start in the I playoffs. I, I think ultimately it replaces him. But then that's when you plug in Pat Bev. I think ultimately, when you have a player in Russell Westbrook oh, sure. that teams leave open in the playoffs, you can't win with him. Especially, you're already questioning Anthony Davis's ability to space the floor. Now you're talking about Westbrook, who well, that we know. He's gonna get left open. It's true, wide open. It's true, and that treatment. totally defeats the game plan of a team. That you know, you how can you get past a defense leaving one of your players wide open? It's really virtually just impossible. needs to hit the mid range. If you just I don't like that so Westbrook, Pat Bev, LeBron, AD, Bryant lineup. Really and are are we just gonna totally act like Westbrook and Pat Bev are gonna be buddy buddy? And after I years, I think Pat Bev after years of it. beef hif- history, after they don't, they don't like each other. With LeBron there, they'll make it work. I, I, think I Pat, really don't Pat worry Bev about ego that. Ain't, when he on the team trying to win, I don't think his ego is that too big. Westbrook's it's really just Westbrook. Way. So I, 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 think I think Westbrook's I, the same way. He's gonna try to win. I feel like Westbrook definitely holds grudges. He probably does, but I think if it, it would be. Why are we pretending to know players? But I feel like Westbrook definitely. He definitely holds well, something he, against He has a whole laundry list of seasons. And LeBron and, uh, makes shit work. When has there ever been teammates hating each other on LeBron's yeah, team? That's what I'm saying. Just We're the, talking just about going well, off of Going off of Westbrook's ferociousness, that's worst case. I, I think lost. he's not somebody that takes these beefs lightly. Like, I, I think, you know. I've do, never spoken highly of Westbrook. Do we think that uh So would Damon Westbrook, and Westbrook not be able to make it work because they have beef? No. I don't think Westbrook or Dame would ever want to be on the same team together. I'm sure that, that Westbrook never wanted to be on a team with Pat Do you Bev? think Here Westbrook knew about this trade before Most it happened? Probably. You think so? Or mm-hmm. do you think it just shocked them? Well, honestly, I, I don't think that... what that, To correct my statement, I don't think that Westbrook has that type of stain within the, the organization. Like, maybe they said, yeah. yo... What, what, do you think it, what do you think Westbrook's reaction was so when he saw what it was actually, on my team now? What it happened was, if I had to guess, Westbrook, we're making the trade for Pat Bev. Whether you like it or not, it's happening. We're letting you know beforehand. That's it. I mean, Darvin Ham loves Westbrook. So if the coach loves you, and that really was one of the main reasons why Darvin Ham got the job to make it work with Russell Westbrook because they understand this season it most likely he will be on the roster. Oh Westbrook, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure, he will not be. On I the roster. think the Lakers have to stop being stubborn, cool. include the second fucking pick, and get Buddy Hield and Miles Turner because the championship windows now. But, but, but here's but, the but thing: me, how, how many times have we sat here and said Miles Turner's unreliable? Wait, can I ask a question? Because yes, I'm with you. I Russell agree. Westbrook's unreliable. Do y'all think those reports are actually true? Though you think Indiana would accept that? Yes, because I think the Lakers' pick in those years are going to be very bad. And I think Buddy Heald is somebody that doesn't fit their timeline, and neither does Miles Turner. But I think they want to give those Turner minutes to Isaiah Jackson and Buddy Heald. I but think there was they a report those minutes to Mather. But there was a report that came out that. They would say they were set in stone on keeping Miles Turner with Halliburton. And although Heald probably doesn't fit their timeline, he fits next to Halliburton right now at, the, at very this very well. moment. Westbrook kind of doesn't, he messes up Halliburton's timeline, unless you're just going to buy him out. But if he's going to stay on the roster, I don't see how them two, like that, just, I don't see how if you want Halliburton to keep developing, bringing in Westbrook makes any sense. Oh. Heald, if anything, helps Halliburton's development. Wasn't Turner the trade, helps too. Didn't the trade have Westbrook going to the Jazz? Two different trades. Two different, oh, two different. Yeah. Two different. That's oh, a that three was Clarkson. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A three I think term. Westbrook probably most likely gets bought out on whichever spot, though. Okay. What if he gets, uh. Like the Boyan and Clarkson trade, for me at least, makes a little bit more sense because we need more offensive guys. We need guys that we can trust to hit a jump shot. We where have where no are you t- putting Boyan? Boyan, are you starting him? Yeah, for sure. You'd have At the to. three? 
Why not? AD plays the five. If Anthony, da- if we want to win a championship, I think Anthony lineup- Davis needs to be our center. So then Boyan's at the four. Him or LeBron, LeBron. Be at the four it doesn't really matter. Yeah, so you, those are your wings. Yes. So that's your front court. Yes, it'd and be Jordan Russ, Carson. Can come Carson, up yeah, he's coming up. No, there. Russ is gone. Oh, yeah, Russ yeah, is right. gone. So we have Pat Bev, probably Reeves, Reeves LeBron, Boyan, and AD. That's a that's a more that's than fine starting lineup. That's a first round exit. That is first round exit most likely. Why though? We Unless have LeBron solid LeBron perimeter defense. We have really good offense. Teams are just better. I think that is a first. It's LeBron exam. and AD. Like that's the thing. They will that have you to guys just, are, are just I'm, and why can't they? One thing's for certain. I think Patrick. Do you feel the same about the Nets? They have, a better, they have a better roster for around sure. than the Lakers. No but doubt. you feel the same way. Just Katie and Kyrie. They'll you they'll do play. have to give them that respect. The only thing is, one, I've seen AD and LeBron win a championship. That's why I'm a little bit more confident. Okay. But yes, I feel not exactly the same. They have the same similarly. problem in terms of two no doubt. guys who don't need to be No guarded. doubt, but wh- I want stuff to fill out our roster that makes sense for us right now. We need shooters. Well, I think either trade makes sense in the sense of no just doubt. getting it makes the team them better. better. Only yeah. thing is, I think that the Jazz trade is a little bit more safer, where the Pacers one's a little bit more risky. We lose both future picks, and then on top of it, Andrew we're getting we're, Miles yeah. Turner, who, yes, is a great shot blocker, he's but he's cannot stay on the court either. So we give him I think the potential of the Indiana trade puts you, in, yeah, it puts you in that champ. Like, I'm not going to say it puts you one. It may not put you two, but it puts you in the conversation of we can win a championship with this roster. Like, it's a, like you, you, that's a sneaky great team, bro. But, the but so Jazz, is the one with the boy on and Jordan. But I like. I just bench. like the idea of AD if Turner is healthy. AD and Turner as I get that, that. defense. I, I get like that. with Pat Bev now. I like that better than it. Clarkson. I know it's more offense, but you get offense and NAD defense. now plays the four, which he wants to play. Wants to. He doesn't want to at his best. But enough of this wants to play because he's clearly like he's at years. his. When we won the championship, he was dominant at the five. But he played the four sometimes. No, he, he did. Dominant. He, he did. Had to play but against the Nuggets, he was other. Well, he, he was had all to guard the Joker. Exactly. But that, if you want to win a champion. That's different. But that's my whole point. That's different. He's gonna. It doesn't. AD even if he's playing the four, he's gonna take the toughest assignment on whatever big man he's playing. Absolutely. What. What really Anthony Davis does, he doesn't want to consistently bang down low. With these want, guys. Yeah, and that not, bothers me because he's not a he's not a big. He's a finesse player. Yeah, AD is not a big, never split, been a big. But, but when we see him take the big approach, he's dominant. He just wants help. He don't want to be the, the rim protector, I mean, angle guard. He don't want to do that. And I understand. Ultimately, it. Patrick Beverly, I think, is one of those guys in the NBA that goes to your team and he changes the culture. You will make the playoffs. I will say that. You, I, I believe wholeheartedly. You guys are definitely locked for the playoffs. I agree. Patrick Beverly, Russell or not, you're saying Russell or not, we're making the playoffs. Yes, I agree. Sounds like, like we all agree they need one more move for them to be in that I'll championship. Say, oh no, doubt. I mean, I'm, I'm right now. I'm still not after last season. There's no way you can no. say that this. Unless is a LeBron roster. turns into 2018 LeBron, which is not it. crazy. He's it's 39. not crazy. He's LeBron James. He's just averaged 30. You have to go through the Warriors, the Clippers. Those we'll are two we'll teams see. that. Yeah, you well, know. in 2018, you played the Pacers, you played the baby-ass Celtics, and you yeah. played uh, LeBron's DeMar. 37, my bad. Yeah. Yeah, 30, this, this is a different type December. of role, you know what I'm saying? It's a very different, very different role. Like, you're going to have James. a tough opponent. No, I get it, but this ain't DeMar, Jason Tatum, I don't want to just throw this on LeBron, because it's this guy. It's all dependent on him. Anthony Davis needs to be Anthony Davis for this to even be a conversation. Simple. One of the young players that got traded to the Utah Jazz in this deal was Taylor Horton Tucker. He's still young, 21 years old. He's under contract for this year at $10 million, but next year he has a player option. So depending on how he does in Utah, he could get a big-time contract from a team if he plays well in Utah. Now, we know it's tough to play with LeBron 
if you're a young player and you're trying to find your footing in the league. So do you think this change of scenery is going to ultimately um, reveal the true Taylor Horton Tucker and he's going to excel in Utah and be a pretty good player for them? Um, Riv, I'll go first. Uh, if you could just do me a favor and plug in my laptop, I'd really appreciate that. Um, now to talk about Taylor Horton Tucker. Um, no. I don't believe so. And ultimately, I feel this way because, one, you're going to the Jazz where, yes, you know, they're definitely a free-flowing type offense. But the reason why is there's just guys ahead of him right now. Donovan Mitchell, Jordan Clarkson, uh, Boyan Bogdanovich, Mike Conley. There's not going to be a situation where Taylor Hart and Tucker is going to be sold. Here, THT, take the ball, go get a bucket. There's too many guys in front of him in front of him with similar roles on the squad right now. He goes now that he's going to be with the Jazz, I don't see a world where he gets better. He got more minutes with us, he had more opportunity with us, and he was he's not a great shooter by any means, he's not a great playmaker no by hand. any means. Cannot go left. Poor dribbler. What can he really do? N- nothing much that is going to impact the team and I just don't see a world where THC gets better with Um the I'm not going to buy stock. You know, I think Utah is probably going to be looked at as an opportunity for young guys to probably the young guys who didn't get a chance to shine definitely get their opportunity but I think Donovan will be moved so I think THD will have it's just for me it depends on how many young guys come from New York because like we said Grimes is a guard Cam Reddish is a guard slash forward maybe it quickly gets thrown in the deal that's another guard OB well he's a forward so I'm not really but Fournier yeah that's another guy I, I really hope they don't play him though if they want the young guys to play but, you know, these are young players that could obviously be better than THT. You know, THT, it sucks that he got drafted to the Lakers. It sucks that LeBron put that type of expectation on him. It really does suck because did he LeBron did LeBron or Lakers fans? Both. LeBron did gas him. And media. Media, too. All LeBron he said was really he thought young. he was going to be good. I think he said more than good. No, he said he was going to be he's you know, next. I saw, That's what he said. He I said he's next. Clip. Yeah, he, he lied. He, I saw a clip chill. on Twitter about um, it was when Giannis first signed his deal with the Bucks. He signed his extension. And it was Jay Williams giving his thoughts on what happened. And the question was, now, Jay Will, do you think that Giannis can win a championship in the tenure of his contract? And Jay Will was like, I don't know. It's going to be very tough because I look at the Lakers and I look at guys like, you know, Talon Horton Tucker and how he's playing and the depth they have. It's going to be very hard for the Bucks That's to so win. That's so tough, man. That's the first do he said. That's insane. Wow. Yeah, I don't. I don't have stock in THD. He has a lot of weaknesses in his hole, but I think he'll have the opportunity. Oh yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> weaknesses in his game. I'm smacked. <laughs> yeah, weaknesses in his hole. That was nuts. Um, yeah, he has a lot of weaknesses in his game, so it's it's really. <laughs> no time's a charm. It's all right. Go ahead. Keep just, on. You're wait, good. no, you're good. You're I said good. it right. Yeah, oh yeah, you're good. You're good. you know he laughing at me and shit. Um, yeah, I'm not buying stock. His raps. He has no left hand. He can't dribble. He. I, I watched the clip of THT's worst moments on Twitter. The the Mark, Mark Jackson, Jackson burn. I was yeah, mad. I was I screaming because so it's a bunch of bad shots. Like just, I was watching he's that. He's losing shit with his mind. Falling yeah. down my face. I was. I so that. There's a lot of expectation on him. I'm actually. I'm cautiously optimistic about this move. I'm I think sure that you are. there's so much. Like, I'm interested. I think Talon Horn Tucker. You look at the stats. They don't look good. Terrible splits. Here we go. He is just 21 years old. That's very young. And a team like Utah, I do think Donovan Mitchell gets traded fairly soon to the Knicks. I think Boyan is probably gone too. I think Conley, maybe they trade him, maybe they buy him out. It really depends on what happens. But, you know, Taylor Horn Tucker, it's not really about him getting to his spots. He gets to his spots. He just doesn't capitalize on them. Like, THT, he averaged 10 drives per game last year. 
which was 78th in the league out of 355 players. And mind you, this is limited opportunity, but he finished below average in terms of field goal percentage at the basket, below average spot-up shooter. So his problem is not getting to his spots. His problem is being efficient and capitalizing on them. I think in a team like with a team like Utah, those drives per games go up. I think he does capitalize on a bit more. I do think that him playing with the Lakers next to a guy like LeBron, where Taylor Horn Tucker is now a spot-up shooter, that doesn't fit him because he's not a good shooter. But now in Utah, when you have the ball in your hands a little bit more, you're able to initiate. I think that he'll be better. And will he, you know, I, I think the, the real question is, you know, what's Taylor Horn Tucker's ceiling? You know, I view him that I think he can be a starter. I think he, he has a ceiling of a, of a starter or maybe a, a one of maybe a better role player off the bench, you know, like a, maybe like a Shannon Brown or something like that. Not a starting championship team. <laughs> yeah. Shannon Brown was good for a Who point. Who has a higher ceiling, Austin Reeves or, or THD? Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves. I think Austin Reeves has the ability to fit around stars better, but I think Taylor Horn Tucker which is uh, why can I be a better player. THC also struggles with defense, which is huge, but I do think he has the, you know, he has the wingspan for it. Oh, I do think, for one, Taylor Horn Tucker finally got traded for something that is worth it around his value. You know, for the past couple of years, he's been one of the guys that a lot of fans have laughed at because he's involved in these lucrative packages, these packages for established stars. Oh, yeah, the, the, the trade piece the Lakers put in there is THT. And that's why he's gotten a bad rap. But trading him for a quality starting point guard, I think with the upside he has as a young player, it, and especially since Pat Bev's on an expiring deal, he got traded for what around, what his value is around. I'm going to be honest. As of today, that's his value is way below what Pat Bev. On an expiring deal, I think it's yeah. pretty similar. Nah. You don't think the deal makes sense for both sides? It makes sense for Utah. Completely. Utah I'm wants gonna, to Utah get completely. younger. I'm going to miss and but The Lakers want to get better now. The Lakers. I'm going to miss Stanley. Does this, not, this makes the deal, deal the, them better for the Lakers Losing now. Stanley Hurts. He was, he was okay. Nah, but he's a good defender. One of our Stanley better defenders. We need shambles. You're talking about interior that's defending. That's like, that's like interior defending. He's down he was bad. solid. He's about Stanley Johnson Bro, losing him Interior hurts. defense, he's solid. That's it. That's all I'm saying. He did more for us last season than THT. Well, I mean, That's facts. Yeah, that's not saying Well, that's why they're not a championship team. Is Stanley going to play in Utah? I highly doubt it. I, I mean, now that Rudy Gobert's gone, they probably need someone He's a down. small four. Nah, but he's he, not he a plays, center. He plays a small ball big. He plays a four. He's fucking How tall shit. Is he? Six, seven. Yeah, that's Stanley Johnson hype is over. Oh, but over. you just heard what Drew said, though. I didn't. He's a small I, ball I, big. I, I tuned out. He was like, now that Gobert's out. <laughs> they need someone to play in interior defense. That's a, that's what he did for us. I mean, if he played... I mean, this team. He only played for y'all because you had to. You had nobody out there. Like, you had to play realistically. Gabriel. Yeah, come on. He was playing. He's horrible. Listen, our team was not good. You just had to run guys out there at that point. We're we're praying. Go in there and just. Prayers were going unanswered. Do something. Get a hustle play. (laughs) (laughs) That's all they were looking for. Guys that can hustle. Yeah, just get a hustle play. Get a dive on the floor. Show me something meaningful. Yeah, like fight. This shit bad. The Jazz have a lot of players 25 or under. Walker Kessler, Jared Butler, Talon Horn Tucker. They just drafted Walker, right? Yeah. Azabuki, Nikhil (sighs) Alexander-Walker. Walker Kessler is from the Minnesota trade. Oh, okay, okay. Leandro yeah. Balmero, Malik Beasley, and Donovan Mitchell. Those are the players 25. Beasley going to take up some minutes. 30. Sure. Yeah, definitely. He can average 20 legitimately. He has a chance to increase his value, though. Being on a young team, they trade. I, I don't think Mike Conley, they're going to have to buy out. I don't think nobody's putting out the trade. 
don't think yeah. nobody's putting out the trade for Mike Conley. Even by the trade deadline, most of these vets are probably going to be off the team bring if they're me, not off the team by Mike the season Conley. starts. So THC will have a chance to prove something, <laughs> being a role player on a bad team. Yeah. Mike Conley is cooked, bro. I would take him in a heartbeat. Oh, I, I don't as know. As you should. Nah, I don't know. Him in Westbrook? Ah, he ain't saying true. I mean, Mike Conley's smarter. I would take Conley over Westbrook. I watched him travel in a, in a closeout game. Fucking travel. Like, how do you travel as a grown ass man in the NBA game for it the happens. win? This is for the win, uh, though. Yeah, yeah, like, You're right. Come on, in Utah, he's traveling and shit. Embarrassing. But yeah, he's probably he's smarter than Westbrook, so I give him that. But. Who would you rather take right now, Mike Conley or Kyle Lowry? Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry, but it's not saying much. Well, Kyle, Kyle Lowry. He's cooked too. He is, yeah, cooked. He is cooked. He's a hamstring. You know, he you're thick, right. Thick guys. Yeah, he the hamstring thick. really. You know. Conley, we know it is. Lowry just chalking up. To I injury. would take Lowry, but oh, again, like I, I said, I like Lowry's leadership. Okay. I like the way That's he comes fair. into the locker room. You like the way he's built. I do. I love the way he's built. In fact, you're but I, I really crazy. like the way he portrays himself in the locker room. The way he. Oh, that's vocal, it. That's all his mannerism, yeah, absolutely. His leadership qualities. The Utah Jazz are going into a full rebuild. I think we can all say. When are you guys getting Donovan Mitchell? I think it is gonna, it's going to be waiting. within the next two weeks. It's like yeah, excitement like is that. over now at this like point. Like, like a month ago. I said that earlier in the week. Oh, okay. He said that last week. How the hell are the Knicks going to – I mean, why did the Jazz want that trade? They Let's want just real. hella young players. They want a lot of picks. The picks are what's intriguing. That's really it. I agree. I think the Jazz are going into a full rebuild. They're one of the younger teams now. A team that's very young is the OKC Thunder, and they just lost their second overall pick to, for the season in Shed Holmgren. He injured his foot – in the Pro-Am crossover game when LeBron yeah. drove on him. Unfortunate injury. List Frank injury to his right foot, ruptured tendon in his foot, but it's not a fracture. The Thunder are optimistic that about his long-term recovery, but they are going to be very conservative about his recovery. And Holmgren has already resumed weight training and shooting training without putting too much pressure on his foot. But this is a huge loss for the OKC Thunder, who... You know, SGA is a very good player. Josh Giddy's second year. Lou Dort is a very good 3 and D player. He can also create. With Shet there, there was some hype around them maybe making a play-in push. I highly doubt it, but there was some hype there about it. I, I, I was looking at this, and the Thunder actually have an insurance reimbursement of 80% of Holmgren's per-game salary, which means that they're going to be reimbersed about $4 million. That's fucked since up. He's Does not Chet not play. get that money? I think Chet gets it. It's oh, just okay. insurance, so they'll get the money. To that, that is fucked up. up. Thank God. Hope. It's going to be after he misses 41 games this season. I don't think this is the end-all, be-all. A lot of players have redshirted. Ben Simmons, Embiid, but, uh, Noel, Blake Griffin, ideal, Michael Porter Jr. You can come back and play a bunch Zion, of games. too. Um, you said Blake Griffin? But do you think that this is yeah I did. Do you think that this is concerning for Shat that he's already suffered a season ending injury? In I mean his foot? a guy like a guy with that size, that frame, it's always gonna be concerning anytime he gets a below the leg injury. Always. So it's always gonna pop up. But I, like if you watch the play, if he came down wrong. So it's like that's a freak accident. It happens to everybody. It happens to Kyrie before. It's happened to D Rose for like it happens. You you fall down wrong. And it, it just you know, it's I'm not gonna make too much of a big deal about it. The size in the frame, of course, you're going to make it a big deal. But I think it's cool. Like, this is his first year, first go around. He misses the year. It's fine. Like you said, it's happened to a bunch of players. It may not be the same situation, but they've all missed time at the beginning of their career to get their body right. And with a guy that size, with that type of frame, take the precaution. Okay, he's hurt. Sit out for the season. Maybe even take some time next season for him to get fully right. This is a young, exciting team. I know we wanted to see SGA, Giddy, Shet together, Trey Mann. We, Lugan Dorse, we wanted to see these guys together. It's tough. But 
it's fine. You know, now you get another year, got young players. Maybe you tank again. Maybe you go get another high level player. You know, so it's Victor. I just feel, no getting Victor and Shed just Scoot don't make Anderson. Sense. I mean, why is that? If nuts? you get number one, you get Victor. And figure it out, bro. Why is that nuts? You get number one. Doesn't make sense. Get Poker the hell out of there. You get Holmgren. You get Wembenyama. I don't think Victor is a better. Rib. I'm gonna be honest. If, if I have one, I'm taking Scoot. So over, over Wembenyama. Yes. Okay. I'm taking Scoot. Wow, that's I'm not interested yet, but no, I am taking fucking Scoot. Over but do you think Victor is a better prospect than Chet? Yes. Yes. That's why. Yeah. It comes down but to you it. just I'm picked shocked Chet. You to just hear picked this. Victor. You just picked Chet. No, I but what I mean I by like, you just yeah, you virtually picked the him. same guy. Yeah. yeah, just a lesser degree. So it's like, but yeah, I would take Scoot. That's super interesting. Is it? I feel like you're in the minority for sure. I am. You're in the minority. I'm not in the minority. I'm in the fifty-fifty. Really? Yeah. I feel like almost everything is maybe not 100 0, uh, but it's. You're, you're, Scoot is a dog. Scoot is an elite level prospect. I don't. I don't. 17 dis- years old. I don't disagree with you, but I'm just saying the consensus out there is Victor is the number one prospect. Uh, fuck the I'm not saying if you're well, right I mean, or wrong. If I'm we're just talking saying. like. Because like, you got to think. Victor Scoot has in injury G-League problems. was doing his thing. Victor already has injury problems. So it's it's already like, ah, Scoot is sitting right there. He 17 years old. He's already got the NBA body. He's Russell Westbrook. I think coming out, he's better. Okay. I mean, we're talking about top 75. Russell no, I mean, just coming out of as college. Like, I think Scoot, when I watch Scoot Henderson, I look at a player that very much resembles Russell Westbrook prime. Like, that's how good this guy is. Is he a better prospect than Ja? Yeah. Victor Wambayama is basically okay. Dirk Nowitzki. Ja wasn't good like, until, like, 19. Scoot, 17. That's fair. And in the G League, he was averaging, like, 15 a game on good yeah, grown men. Team. He's not a grown man. He cannot do anything. But yeah, he definitely to do, grown to do what he did at can't 17 drive. is amazing. Huh? He can't drive yet. Victor? No, scoot. Oh, no. Scoot, yes, oh, oh, drive, yes, drive. He can yeah, drive. Like, drive a car. Scoot, scoot. You're being funny. No, I'm telling you. Seven, I'm basically telling you how young the boy I think, is. I think what's disappointing about this is that the Thunder are probably going to get another top pick, and I think they just have so many young players that it's hard to play these guys. Like, you, you have SGA. You have Giddy. Dort. Yeah. Chet, hypothetically, I know he's out for the season, but, you know, I'm talking about next season when they – potentially draft another top prospect. A guy like Jalen Williams, they drafted Uzman Jiang. They have a lot of young players. Trey Mann. Somebody's got to pop. It's hard to develop all of these guys at once. It's, I don't know. Like, I feel like at this point, OKC just has too much young talent. But think it's a bad That's thing. not a bad thing. I think it's a bad thing It becomes a bad, a bad thing, thing when player. you keep doing it. In what sense? Because I think player, young players now are having to fight for opportunities to play when that's normally the case when you're on a team that has veterans and that, that's competing and you're learning from vets. Now you have OKC. They have the, the 11th guy on the bench is 19 years old and has potential and can pop, and he's not learning from guys that are veterans in the league. He's learning from guys his age. They're competing constantly. No I just it, it, makes it, it makes for a bad dynamic. The only thing I'll say is OKC's in a position where they've been bad. They have very great draft capital. If they're in a position where yes, you, Usman Diang was what the 11th pick overall, if I if I'm remembering yeah. correct, you have pick. obviously Josh Giddy who was a top seven pick. You're obviously favoring the guy that you take earlier in the draft. I understand your point. I definitely it's definitely valid. But OKC is in a position where if I'm using a high leverage draft pick, I'm gonna use I'm gonna start this guy. I'm gonna make sure that this is my priority of of development here because I understand that this isn't a regular prospect. When are they gonna start winning? It could start in what two seasons, depending 
on what happens. I don't think this year. SGA no would be like 25, 26. And SGA, we see what he is. We, we know the type of player SGA is. He is an extremely great basketball player. A top 30 basketball player. They have OKC has 15 players, 23 or younger. I'm older That's than their crazy. older players. 15? 15. The, ro- the whole roster. And they're, yeah. the, the players that are older, SGA at 24. It's like Kenrich Williams at 27. The Kenrich f- just got a, the, the a little f- bit of a bag. The foul, yeah, they paid him. The starting five for them, right? Let's just get into to, to the five for them. SGA, it's Giddy, SGA, Giddy, Dortz. Lugans, Dortz, Poku. We'll Poku, see Poku's what's going to happen starting. next season. Exactly, which is why I'm not against Wembenyama. Poku can come off the bench and give you valuable minutes. Uh, and then you have Chet Holmgren. Like that not right now. I'm He's just saying that's hypothetical. Year. I'm just living in a hypothetical right Baisley. now. Baisley. Baisley's still there? Baisley's yeah, still he is there. there. So Baisley will probably start. Baisley's good defender. He is solid. Baisley. Uh, he'll probably start. It's, their, it's basically the same starting lineup from last year. I feel year. like Poku's. What are we? What are you waiting on Poku no, for? I mean, I agree. I think he. You do the Thunder have too many them. young, good players and not enough star great players? Yeah, like I, that, do they not? Is SGA can he be the best player on a championship team? Can Chet be the well, best player on championship team? I think it's too early team? to tell. But I, even I, then, I, do. I don't know if that's the ceiling. I know, but it's. I, I understand think, having I too many young worse. players, but I think they need to find if they think SGA. Yes, he's think, young, but think, he could get I there. Think they need before to find they that think about the championship, guy. they got to see if you, they can be the best players well, on a playoff team yeah. first. Like they got to figure that out. Well, I think, I think SGA what hurts, SGA what hurts about OKC is that their young players are players that have not really shown for an entire season they can be good. They have a couple games where they pop. You know, Trey Mann had a couple games where wow, he looks really legit. But he didn't do that for the entire season. So now you give these players limited time to really show something. They're not able to be consistent. I think it's it's hard for OKC because they have players that have shown flashes but have not shown consistency. Which happens, happens when you're young. It yeah. happens when you're young, but that's why it's hard for them to really pick who to really build around because they, they don't know who they can really count on. The reason why this Chet Holmgren injury hurts a lot is because – this would have been the perfect season for OKC to see what they actually have with this starting five. Is Chet Holmgren dominant enough to put our put us in a position where we're going to be aggressive in free agency now? We're going to try and get guys that are going to fill out this roster that can fit around SGA, that can fit around Giddy, that can fit around uh, a Chet Holmgren. This would have been that season for them. For him to show them something that... Tr- that Sparks a trust within this team that allows the front office to decide, yes, we're going to start to be aggressive in our moves. That's why this injury hurts this season. But for next season, I agree with what you're saying, Riv. He is still 20 years old. It's no need to rush. We've seen it throughout history that if a star prospect gets hurt in year one, he comes back in year two. He usually still plays well if he is like that, absolutely. I just think that for this year, yes, you would have loved to see what the team was about, but I'm in the long run still not worried. SGA is, I don't want to throw the words, he's a star. I think SGA is a star. I think Josh Giddy has all-star potential. I think Chet Holmgren has an all-star upside to himself, a star upside to Chet Holmgren. There's things to, to be positive with OKC right now. Holmgren getting hurt absolutely is a massive blow to that. But I still have faith in them. Like, if SGA was regular, like, maybe we I'd be having a different conversation. But SGA is amazing at basketball. I was reading this. That was a great monologue. Buddy. I was reading this Sports Illustrated article earlier that I think is interesting. It was about Chet Holmgren and where he trains. That's called P3. And the guy who owns it is called Dr. Marcus Elliott. And basically, it, it's a gym, and they, like, do a bunch of studies on certain players and their movements to, you know, basically – 
come to a conclusion on how good they're going to be as a pro and what their longevity slash injury risk is like. So they have tested eight first-round picks. They have tested guys like Anthony Edwards, Trey Young, CJ McCollum. And what Marcus Elliott looks for is guys that are kinetic movers based on these tests. Kinetic movers basically means that, you know, um, like jab steps, sideways leaps, and the spins they do basically moves. They don't have asymmetries or imbalances in those movements, meaning they're less likely to get hurt. And they present, you know, fewer risk for injury. And according to P3, the results suggest that Chet Holmgren is not only going to have NBA success, but it's going to have career longevity. And this his 7-1 frame with how well he moves is rare. They connected 22 sensors around his body. And one measure basically came to the conclusion that a typical NBA post player averages between 24 and 25 inches for a standing vertical dr- jump. Holmgren, without any P3 training, leaped to 27 which already ranks among the top 10% of NBA high jumpers. And on a laptop screen, there's Holmgren in a bionic form with circles placed on his digital body. Red ones indicate injury flags, and he had none. And he had, so he had a clean profile. Something to be optimistic which about. Which predicts that he, he's not somebody that is you should be worried about, at least for injury. It was a freak injury. It, it was contact, but it was non-contact. You know what I mean? Like, LeBron obviously drove into him, but the way he fell, he didn't even fall. He just, like, jumped up and down almost. Like, he went up to contest and kind of— Frank. Yes. Yeah, it's usually it a, weird. A, freak, a freak injury. But Etienne did it in training camp last year. I think it was non-contact. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. There's just optimism if you're an OKC Thunder fan. I know where you're coming from. but You're definitely—you want to start to speed up the process with these young guys for yeah. sure. But you got to trust the foundation. I just think, for example, if Chet was healthy this year, I think they would have gotten maybe the may eighth, eighth to eleventh overall pick. Mm. I Still think. I think with him not healthy, yeah, they're probably gonna get a top five pick. And with that top five pick, you're gonna get a top prospect. And now to have so many top prospects on your team with other guys that are developmental prospects like Usman Dieng and Poku. Trey Mann is even he's I think Trey Mann's gonna be really good. It's just I don't know. I think there's just too much young players and there's there's not enough opportunity Wait, for these guys. Is Trey Mann a starter for OKC? No, but I think he can develop into one. But he'll never do it in OKC. But I just I feel like OKC is trying to build a roster that can last in the league for years to come. They're just trying to draft players and see who becomes a star. I, That's what they're trying to do. Nothing wrong with Giddy, that. Giddy no, was a, a great step in the right direction. I think Lugendorf can be a, a very solid role but player. But I think what they get, what what gets lost in all that is that there are players that get drafted and you don't, they don't have the star potential, but they develop into that. Like Pascal Siakam was drafted into a good situation and developed into that because he had guys to learn from and he was That's in a point. good environment. Yeah. OKC, you don't know if their coach is good. I don't know if he's a good coach. Their culture with no vets, is that a good environment to learn from? I agree. It's, it's not. You're you're basically putting together a bunch of young, 20, yeah, 22 or younger guys together. <laughs> they're millionaires. What do you expect is going to happen? Like, they're going to do young stuff. They're not going to be mentored the right way. So I think it helps that definitely they're in OKC and there's not a lot to do in OKC. Mm-hmm. But definitely when you're on the road, there's stuff to do. Yeah, she so got a girlfriend. I, I think... That's I, I think OKC's direction is just I believe in it because there's some good players on the roster, but it's definitely not 
this is a unique approach. No other team has made this approach to things. Like, for example, the Sixers tanked blatantly. But once they got those top guys, they stopped tanking. Well, the Thunder got so many draft That's what I'm picks saying. that like, like, the Sixers a, weren't a, even in the same. Guy. So this is what I'll say. So I'm going to use two arguments. One to counter, I'll contradict myself, but one to, to bolster it. To contradict really quick. Orlando did it, right? They're one of the few teams that just been bad, been bad, been bad, got a bunch of draft picks. Hasn't worked out for them. Too much young development so far in, at this point in time. We're optimistic for, the, for Orlando Magic. For the for this Talk upcoming season, but we'll we'll see. Absolutely, absolutely. Shout out to you guys. Happy birthday, Jonathan. Facts. Happy birthday to you, bro. Um, Shout out to Jonathan Osborne. For absolutely. Um, and you know we we're a little bit more optimistic, not overly optimistic uh, on the magic. But, but what's that magic point though? Because so Wendell was, Carter is a counter, veteran. No, for, he's he's say? kind of a veteran at this point. At this point, but Karen even Ross? still, is so, Ross is still there. SGA's I wouldn't vet. call him a vet. Would you call him a vet? So is that, I wouldn't call but him. But is SGA a vet? I would consider him at this point right so, now a vet. Okay, so, so that team for sure. So SGA is the vet. Jonathan Isaac, the best player is jo- the vet. Jonathan Isaac is a vet. Terrence Ross is the vet. Gary Gary Harris is a vet. So my point being, so if you're going to Markel Fultz has been in the league for a while. Okay, is he not? So, is he okay? He, here's the difference. Only like 23. SGA is their best player by far. You're allowing me now to give SGA the vet title. That bodes extremely well if I'm OKC. My best player is a veteran in this league, quote unquote. He's the leader. Absolutely the leader of this team. I have my franchise guy in SGA. I need to put pieces around him to fill it out. Now, to help me out, the Sixers, 100%. They got their guys. They stopped tanking. They started to make moves. That's why Chet Holmgren getting injured absolutely kills things. But at the minimum, they still have SGA. I don't think but he I, can help them out. But I don't in think that age sense. makes you a vet. SGA, you can put a vet because he was with vets in LA. He he had vets he was playing under. Wendell didn't really have much vets to really learn from. He was, he was hurt all the time, so he didn't really have many vets. So that's why I wouldn't say like I guess age. He's he's been in the league for a long time, so I see why Joel says vet. But I don't think like the age thing makes you a vet. I agree. You, you, it, SGA has those experiences with Lou Will, with Pat Bev, with Danilo. Definitely. Like, with like, Doc like Rivers. Tatum's like he, 24 years old. But he's been around Marcus a, Smart, exactly. like uh, Rock, uh, Al Horford. You know, he's I been... But so they are old enough to be leaders on the team. Like, Jason Tatum's SGA a leader on the Celtics. But I think Jason No, Tatum, I'm not saying he can't I'm just, be, No, I'm he, asking. But it's just when he's the only one on that team that is, like, you see has actually real experience... I don't know. It's it's and that's tough. Do you think the Tatum? Yeah. I mean, the Philly and Oklahoma City is just different because Philly went out and got aggressive and got the Jimmy Brothers and Tobias Harris. That was after. You don't see, I know, but well, before they think, got Robert Covington, like, they got. Do you think JJ OKC? Redick? I don't know if it's the city. I just view Philadelphia and OKC as different. Philadelphia getting the stars and OKC. Obviously, they drafted the big three years mm-hmm. ago, but do they have that same gravity, energy to bring those superstars in via trade? I think that with all the assets that they own, I think it's definitely possible. They don't because t- superstars look at OKC and it's a gigantic I'm talking mystery. I'm talking trade solely. Yes, but they have the assets to acquire them. You're not going to trade them. In, you're not going to trade for someone that doesn't resign. No like Kawhi didn't want to go to the Raptors. He, didn't. he got traded there. But then left yes, a year but later. Uh, but in he this, won, though. But that, the, he was I know, I know but that doesn't mean The Raptors were a consistent playoff team. He That's didn't want to go there. He admitted I'm, he didn't I'm not saying that. I think we're all in the agreement here that we're not saying OKC's a playoff team right no. now. We're no, saying I that know, they have to what get I'm, there. What I'm saying is but that. if they do, which they can at, the end of the at day, one point, we'll in see. In this NBA, a superstar has to want to go to your team. You can't just flat out trade for him because we can see a case where a player says, I'm not going to play there. I'm not going to play there. And they what have are you going to do? And what are you going to do about it? Absolutely nothing. Outside of Ben Simmons, though, who's done it? What that's that got. Did, didn't play? 
Nobody's been traded into a situation they didn't want to be. Kawhi traded into. got traded. He didn't want to go but to Toronto. But he didn't get traded into a bad situation. That, that, I mean, OKC would only be trading in that point when once they're a good feel, situation. Yes, once they feel like they're a superstar away from competing. Yes, yeah. that's that's but, the initial scenario. Okay. If they're a superstar away, OKC there was few of those prominent uh, of being a Western Conference Finals team. Yeah. They're yes, of course they haven't gotten the championship, but. I mean, clearly they've shown do think history the of putting together is, a good roster. Pretty, I think they need to go, see where they need to go get good players. They need to don't reach out. They have to too many young players. players competing with each other for a spot, and I think that is hurtful to the culture of the team. I think right now, though, that those guys competing are bench pieces. Yes, like, I, ben, think, bench I think you know Giddy and yes. SGA. Are, these but, two like, guys are stamped. They're going to be Dort, on this team. Dort is the starter. He just got paid. He'll be on the team. Dort True. is the starter. Poku, like, yes, people on the bench can come take his bench, can come take his spot. Holmgren, that really, it really Chet, stings. Yeah, Chet's it probably stings. in that con- in that too. But so what is it? No, SGA, Chet's Giddy, Dort, Chet. That's question the four. mark. Those are the four that's and locked Poku, in. Poku's going to start. But well, you I'm saying like locked been, in on the team know, for, for a couple forever. years. For, like for yeah, a couple years. They're locked yeah, in. I, don't, I think okay. Mike Muscala starts before Poku. I think Kenrich. Kenrich. But you have, if, right if now there's only those three guys and one of them is going to be out for the year, you have opportunities for guys to step in and prove who's going to be the one to step up. That's what I'm saying. They were obviously not but, the for the, but for the guards, minutes, though, it's tough. It is yes, tough. It's it is. very tough. Because Trey Mann got a spot. That you guys, uh, SGA and Giddy, beat. they're going to play. I'll be honest. You're beat. Yeah, Unless you're just going to be a role player. Unless you're a wing, you're fucked. Yes. You're insanely but fucked. That's not, I mean, for OKC, it's not a bad thing because you found SGA and Giddy. No, but like, we're straight. We it's, don't it's need a bad another thing. guy to develop It goes here. back to what Joel's saying. You're going to keep drafting, drafting young players, young players, and they're never really going to play. Yeah, what if, what if you're at pick number two, Victor's off the board, and the next available prospect have to pick school. You literally have. You cannot go any other way. You get to, you have to take Scoot. So it's like, now what? Now you got all these fucking guards. Now where's Scoot going to play? SGA can't play at a three. Get, now, like, Giddy can play a, a point forward. Where do Dort's go? You put him he at the four, he's six, five. Be, I said a point forward. Dort could come off the bench. That's facts. So you paid, to do, you paid him 18 mil to come off the bench. I mean, we've seen it that. It doesn't matter because we've he's seen that though. Him. That's they have crazy. Money. That doesn't make sense. 18 million is not crazy say anymore. Not, no, not I'm saying it doesn't make sense for Dort to come off the bench. Yeah. the six men though. Or Scoot comes off the bench his rookie year. What's the point of that? You he's a starting point guard. He's, he's a franchise starting point guard. Come on. Why are we bringing him that, on? That's what we got to No, yeah, that shit doesn't like it. Like, now you got to go pick a... Like, it don't make sense. They need a wing anyways. Clown Anthony asses. Black. He's a guard. He a has a size of a wing, though. He's a six, eight, seven. You know them six, seven point guards coming in and shit. He's mad slow. So, Anthony Black. This week in the NBA, what's your this week in the NBA? Oh, right? uh, for me, I'm just going to talk about the World Cup qualifier. I just Tough. watched the highlights. The Joker and the uh, Giannis was going at it. Giannis had 40. Joker had 28, 6, and 8. And uh, overtime, Joker hit the bitch. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> 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 the Joker hit the big shot nice. over Giannis. And it was just a great game. You know, I only caught the highlights, but it, it was a really great game. And they, they won the World Cup qualifier, so shout out to Serbia. Joker's been doing his thing. He just lost to Luca the other day, though. So Luca happens. I fun. mean, Luca's Luca. Yeah, but they've been them overseas boys been it's taking tough. those games seriously. They can't beat us though. Maybe the Olympics actually starts to get. If we put uh, out if we put out our best twelve, we would mob. Oh, we, we don't ever smoke. do that though because nobody really wants no, to. Play. It's not. It's not as meaningful for us as it is for them. That's why you got to give respect to to Manu yeah. to, do they, to Tony. Do, do y'all to, think to you overseas? That's y'all thing. They did do their y'all, thing for years, the World man. Cup is y'all. Do y'all think? Over here, those the NBA. So my this week in the NBA is actually Udonis Haslam re- returning for his twenty the season. What the fuck? You Udonis is going to he's get a, his he's number. A Miami Heat legend is he not? He's going to get his they, number. I think to retire. That's exact. 
As a play, he's going to be an active player in retired jersey. No, no, no. Oh, so this okay. is going to be his last season. He signed for his twentieth season, but how much they at pay the him? End of this minimum. Minimal. You get the vet minimum. Um, but he is going to have his number forty retired after the end of this season. I that's think that's pretty lit, Except man. Pau Gasol. No, Pau Gasol. Yes, he's getting his number retired for the Lakers. It's about Haslam. No, we're oh, talking about Donis yeah. Haslam. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, but yes, an- another one to continue on that trend. Pau Gasol. You think is he getting deserves his, to get his jersey retired? You know what's very interesting about that? I was having this conversation with my dad when we were in Spain. I, I posted the picture of the Pau Gasol uh, jersey in Barcelona. Seven seasons with the Lakers. Yes, he's responsible for two championships. Okay, where is this going? I think I that he if, gets... I asked if Haslam deserves oh, his jersey. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. So you don't think Gasol deserves No, I think it? he does, but I think seven seasons is interesting. For being two on a team... No, two years, years yes. He was extremely He's impactful. the reason why they catapulted no, absolutely. to a championship. Shout out to Pau Gasol. He was definitely a, the second reason why they were able to win the championship. It's just the seven seasons to get your get jersey it. retired. That's the only thing was iffy with me. But yes, he deserves it. Uh, Udonis Haslam, he's number 40. I think that's why he's getting his number retired. I think on top of the fact that, yes, he's been on the team for years. He's a three-time champion. He has a strong history with the with the Miami Heat. I think really, like, who's going to wear 40? <laughs> like, you give him that he honorable said, mention. Bro, he said, I couldn't sleep after we lost in the East. I'm like, bro, you didn't play. Bro, it's like a coach saying but that, the, though. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, the coach like, you're being wild. This is and then he was like, And then he was like, I'm going to take some time to think about my decision to come back. I'm just like, bro, like, like. I've never seen somebody make a big deal out of like deciding if he's going to retire or not. He hasn't this played has been his whole life. Like, bro, been Twenty Collison, years on the Heat. Nick Collison got his jersey retired with no. The it's fair. No, it's not, it's not about. I think the retirement thing is fair. It's fine. It, it's, it's about how he is. He is. He's he hasn't like played he's in a years. Legend. Yeah, he's he, like he's, he's a, taking up a roster spot on the Heat. He's a coach. He's still even mind. Iggy it. doesn't he's even do that. Iggy does the same thing Haslam does. He doesn't make a big deal about it. He doesn't do that. He just casually. Neither does Haslam though. It's everyone else literally came out and said, "I'm going to take time in my decision." What's he supposed to say? Didn't have a truth. Didn't have an answer. Bro, just say it. I don't know. What, how's what that different said. than saying I'm going to take making some it time like to think he's, a, he's making it seem like he's a 30-point scorer, <laughs> and he, he might be going in the heat and shambles if he go. They're fine if you leave, bro. They're fine if you can leave. still be there. You don't, like— He could be take, a coach. He, he can—that's he, he what he is coach. at this point. Shout out to Hasman. I want to get my jersey retired. 22 seasons is nuts, man. My this week in the NBA, Danny Ainge has said there are two mystery teams for Donovan he's Mitchell annoying. in this trade. Um Probably bullshit. I think <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if it's real or not. This just seems like Danny Ainge is trying to get a little bit more from the Knicks, trying to get those extra first round picks or an extra player, so whatever patient. it might be. But right now, Donovan Mitchell, we've been talking about him seems like every week on the show. But now there are two more teams potentially competing against the Knicks to get your boy. Well, the Knicks are gonna get him. Ultimately. What if you guys would have got AD that year? Us? Yeah. They don't want a championship. We would have. Uh, we would have given up the pick that got Tatum probably. Ooh, yeah, no, never mind. Thank God. Tough. Same thing with Kawhi. Same thing with Paul George, Marcus Cousins. All of these players that we could have got throughout the years, and I'm happy we kept the picks. Imagine PG Brown Tatum. That's nasty. We wouldn't have been able to get without giving up one of those two. Yeah, that would have been nasty. Would've though. Been crazy. Three man. T- Ooh. Maybe he could come over after this. Nah, it's over, bro. He with Kawhi. This week, leaving Kawhi is nuts. This week in the NBA for me is not an NBA thing. It's actually a. Uh, NFL thing. Do you think? Tyron Smith injured three to four months. That's, That's huge, huge for the news. Cowboys. It's Massive. huge news. It, it really takes a win or two off for me for the Cowboys in regular season. Yeah. I think they're going to struggle. They don't have any tackles now. Dak struggles without Tyron. I don't disagree. Only thing I say is like Tyron's just been in and out of the lineup over these past couple seasons. And when he's been out, they've struggled. Yes. I don't disagree at all. I just think that they've 
understood this adversity already. Maybe that I'm this not happy is they're, they're worse when he's out. I'm not, like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not happy he's hurt. Tyron Smith's borderline Hall of Famer at yes. this point. Like, he's one of the best left tackles we've ever we, we've seen of our generation. Hey, man, pray for his recovery. I'm not happy he hurt, but uh, Eagles. <laughs> but, I mean, these. this is two of the biggest, most impactful players, Amari Cooper and Tyron Smith now both gone. Amari Cooper replaceable. If you look at the numbers CD with and without Cooper, they're pretty significant. No, I mean, I get it. Cooper came to the roster. Change the outcome for uh, change the outlook of the Cowboys. I mean, the after. Cowboys wide receiver room is just CD. It's a, it's a it's very similar to the Browns where you lose your first guy, you're fucked. Okay, well, CD Lamb is a top fifteen wide receiver at the minimum. You still have Jalen Tobin, who's a rookie who, who rookie. has high praise coming in. Yes, but rookie. Michael Gallup, yes, is coming off injury, but you still can put some faith in some into Michael Gallup. Yeah, James, gotta, James Washington, we're not going to get crit- James no. Washington's hurt too. Yeah, I know that like hurts. That weeks. really but does. They still got Zeke and Pollard at at the minimum. Dolan Schultz. Schultz, yes. Dolan Schultz yeah. is a top, top six, top five tight end in the league, arguably. Yeah, six, seven, something. You like know, that. What I'm saying? In, in that in that group, I mean, I feel like with Dolan Schultz, we could see him teeter in that thousand yards, that he could, thousand yards. CD has to take that number and one CD, leap. That's really what it's on. If he does, it's over. They're thin. They're thin. He has to be like that number one. It won't matter. I'm Their not tackles are Terran Steele. It's not a deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they just lost Lyle, oh, too. Like they're, they're really screwed. Run them Is that who they drafted? And they lost Connor Williams. Who did they Facts. draft? Uh, oh, it, was a, it was offensive lineman. It's Smith. It's Smith, uh, too. R.D. Yeah. Long going to run them over. His his oh. last name is Smith, too. You said Tyler. three to four months? Tyler Smith. Tyler Smith. Uh, three to four months he's out? He's he's out till maybe December. December. So their offensive line is Tyler Smith, Connor McGovern, Tyler Bayadaz. I, I don't know how to say mm-hmm. his last name. Zach Martin. Zach Martin and Terrence Steele. Pretty, offensive of, line has come down from one of a the very worst. You're relying for one. Terrence Steele is not going to be good. Um, Connor <laughs> McGovern is not good. <laughs> Zach Martin is elite. Tyler is average, and Tyler Smith. You're relying a on a rookie to a first round pick. You're expecting yeah, him to you're, start. You're, but you're relying. He was also pretty rough. He was a raw prospect that they drafted. You're relying on him to now protect Dak Prescott's blind side. Mm. The best thing about it is that that Dak is mobile. Like yes, the offensive line. You would love for it to be. Sound they've know. been. He's not mobile. Look, like look at Marble. looking no, at no, the, no, but he's able to get out of the pocket and still make things happen. Yes, not if but he's going to do like, his most damage from the pocket. I mean, of course, that's Dak Prescott. But I think that still his capability to expand plays is still going to bode well and and at least protect him in this situation right here. Looking at Dak, looking at Dak's numbers when he doesn't have Amari Cooper. When NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. Tyron Smith is out. I don't know. The Cowboys are a very big mystery to me, and I, I feel like I'm out. They're more teetering on being very bad. I don't very think, bad. No, they're not going to be a five. I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be average, the maybe slightly above yes. average. Which is for them, still put kind of very them. bad. They could they could sneak into that seventh seed. I trust. I wouldn't be surprised if they went seventy. I trust the combination of Dak, CD, Don Schultz with Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott in the backfield, but no offensive line now. But no there's going to be a lot bad. of dump offs to to Tony Pollard. Well, I like that, but a, a big part of running back success in Dallas over the last couple of years has been the offensive line. Well, the as team's long as been offensive line and Zeke. No, for sure. Dak, I, I don't disagree. Respect, I don't disagree. I just think that it, it's going to start with Dak Prescott being able to get the passing involved and getting it very, very 
efficient quickly in the season. Maybe it starts to open up the run later in the year. But we'll see. I understand where you guys are coming from, but I'm still a little bit optimistic just because CeeDee Lamb, Dylan Schultz, I'm not thinking about that wide receiver too much, wide receiver two too much, because Dalton Schultz is basically a wide receiver for them. So with this news, um, I know how you feel about the Cardinals. We think it's a better year, Cowboys or Cardinals. Cardinals schedule is tough. I'm going to say they probably finished around with the same record. I remember I think, looking I, at the Cardinals schedule and being like, damn. I give the Cowboys a slight edge. I think I'm going Cowboys also. I give Cowboys an edge as well. You're, you're the Cards guy. Three asking you. <laughs> Cards defense is just ass. Terrible. I'm going to say Car- Cowboys by like a game or two. That's fair. But it won't be surprised if K1. I won't to, be either. You know, I but I either. think because of the Cardinals schedule, and D-Hop's going to be going for a little bit. I'm going to say Cowboys going to have like one or two more wins. But they just lost Tyron Smith. So they're going to be around the same vibe, though. So Eagles win in division. For it sure. don't really even matter. So this report it. just came out from The Athletic. Pat Bev trade makes it more likely Westbrook won't be on LA's roster by the start of training camp. I saw a tweet about this that. Training camp that, start. That, that, who was the source there? Yeah, the probably. No, no, but there was a. Well, got to be somebody's name. In it it. Is, even if anyone on the athletic is credible as yeah, fuck, facts. this doesn't really matter. Um, John Hollinger list be bad. This this seems like a good news, no? It's Jovan Buha of the. You want to keep Westbrook, Drew? I don't know, man. It, I, I got to see one of the two get. deals. That oh, for, I, I personally want the Utah deal. Yeah. Me personally, because I think it's a little bit With more the safe. The Utah, the Boyan. They're, they're more healthy. It's it's safer for me. I like Jordan. Los Clark. Angeles is still actively pursuing Westbrook deals and other avenues to improve the roster before training camp. So it means that they're actively trying to trade this guy. That's why I think what LeBron said was nasty, nasty work. Because he knows they're trying to trade him. See, uh, LeBron yeah, saying that makes me really un, like unsure. Because I feel like him saying that and, and Westbrook being traded, I would look at LeBron differently. Would you? Who cares? I would, actually. I don't know if I believe you. Which is fine. He's because Which player. is why I'm here saying I don't think he would do this. Because he just has a whole history of being the complete opposite of that guy. I don't know. I know what you're saying. On to the next topic. Kevin Durant is staying with the Brooklyn Nets. They have came to a consensus that you know what? I was really looking forward to liking the Nets this we're, season. We're man. we're better off together. That's what Kevin Durant and Sean Marks and Steve Nash basically said that, and Joe saw that we're better together. And I I absolutely I co-sign this move. I like that KD made this decision because I've been saying for the past couple of weeks and months since this trade has been requested by KD that the Nets are his best shot to win a championship, and, and this roster is really good now. I know the question is, where do they rank amongst the top teams in the East? I don't want to get into semantics on this. Hello. So I'll just say these are my tier one teams in the in the East. The Bucks, the Celtics, the Nets, the Sixers, and the Miami Heat. Those are my tier one teams, teams I think can make a championship run. Tier two, Bulls and Hawks. Tier three, Cavs and Raptors. Tier four, Wizards, Knicks, and Hornets. And tier five, Magic, Pistons, and Pacers. No Raptors in Tier 3? In Tier 2, Tier 2, thank you. No, Tier 3 for me. Why? Oh, still. Like, what has, what, has, what has given you the idea that they won't be as good as they was last Philly year? Philly was the exact same. Uh, P.J. Tucker, I, I think apologize. Chicago is better than Toronto, and I think getting DeJounte makes Atlanta better than But Toronto. I'm saying you don't think they're on the same even playing field, though? I think even that. If Scotty takes another leap. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, we're assuming that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they could be. I'm not saying they can't. Just they throw could them be. in Tier 2, and I'm fine. They, I'm not going to throw them in Tier 2, but they could but be. But why? 
I'll acknowledge that they could make yeah, like that you're jump. Not, you're not saying why. You're just, no, just why. I think the Bulls and Hawks can um, are better. Okay, fine. But why can't you just throw them the, in there with I think the two, Bulls and Hawks are better. I but you think the Nets are better than the Heat, but they're in the same tier. So we're actually, why can't exactly the Raptors my point. That's be my in question. the same tier That's as my tier question. two? I think the Hawks and the Bulls, based on matchup, have a chance to actually get out the first round. I don't, I don't okay. think the don't Raptors think, okay, and the Cavs okay, okay. can get out the first round. I see what you're saying. Okay, I see what you're saying. I, see what you're saying. I okay. think they're a first-round exit team if they make the playoffs. That's all I wanted to know. Okay, okay. You know what? I'm not mad at that idea. I'm honestly not. Because I, I think the Raptors are a first-round exit. Right, so are the Hawks. And so are the, the Hawks can beat my... Uh, no, they can't. There's no one the I Hawks may have can trolled. beat right I may have yes, trolled. I may have, now that I'm thinking no, about it, I may have trolled. If the Hawks face the Raptors in a series, who do you think wins? I'm the favoring the, the Raptors. The Hawks win. I'm favoring the Raptors. I think well, I would go with the Hawks too. They're ma- that's a matchup problem for the Hawks, but I think I would like, I like exactly Trey Young versus them. I think I would go with the Hawks too. Four wings against Trey Young is tough. But now you have DeJounte Murray. That, that's switchable defense. Ugh. But I, 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 would, I like the Hawks, though. But I think it would be really close. I think that's like a 6 I think really um, the Athletic, I think, put out a uh, players for each team that need that have the most approved. And for the Atlanta Hawks, it's DeAndre Hunter. I, I agree with that. Is this not John health, Collins either? John Collins, I think we know who he is. I think DeAndre Hunter, he needs to be healthy, and he can make a huge impact on that team. It's not DeJounte? No, nah, he's the all-star. I know, point. but they're expecting the Hawks acquired him. I think so Hunter, they could Hunter, Hunter possibly point. might not get a deal right now. DeAndre so is their wing stopper. But on to the Nets. Wait, wait. Uh, uh, was there the most to prove on the Raptors or just the Hawks? It was. I don't know which one it was for the Raptors. Oh. I forgot. So, But what was the point there? Yeah, why'd you bring that up? I just wanted to talk about DeAndre Hunter being an X-Factor. Oh, oh. Listen, okay. X-Factor on every team. Yeah, I, I think he – but he's a legit guy that I think when he's healthy, he's really fucking good. Projected. He's one of the best defenders in the league. I take position. OG pretty easily. OG's not better than DeAndre Hunter fully. As OG. a player? Nope. I don't think so. I think DeAndre Hunter's a better defender than him. 40. Jimmy Butler. A lot. 40, 30. Ooh. Manhandle. He did a lot to DeAndre Hunter. Like as a man. Like he's, he was physically imposing. Like as a man, it, it was really bad. I don't think he'd do that to OG. But then again, you know, there's only, I only remember you know, a few I, plays I was from that looking series. At, I was looking at this chart, and then I'm going to get into my next monologue. I was. DeAndre Hunter last year averaged 13, shooting 44% from field and 38% from three. He's not a bad player. He's a good player. No, he's not. No, we're not saying that. But this is what I'm saying is that OG, there's actually this chart about OG. Uh, It was about top isolation scores in a league. It went on total possessions and then, like, points per possession. OG is one of the worst ISO players in the league. Sounds like he needs to stop ISOing in the league. Like, one of the worst. He's not. That's not his role on the team, though. He can't create his own shot. DeAndre Hunter can create his own shot. Did you did was DeAndre? Did you remember where he was he on the was chart? Thirteen points. I don't know. I don't know. Ah, what the fuck, Joel? <laughs> Let's talk about the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> now, last episode, Joel and I got into a heated discussion about the nuts. I'm and the upset Celtics. I wasn't here for it. It was actually and really funny. To me, I don't think Joel could have been more wrong. I think he was very wrong, and I think that everything just came together so perfectly. The fact that after that debate. Very shortly, the day after, news came out that he's staying. It was it was a wonderful day for me, because. But what was the difference of what you were saying to the news actually happening? Were you saying something? We had the argument under the assumption Katie because and Kyrie now, stay. because now we know that now we can we're actually see, see it play out. Yes, agreed. And I know how I see it playing out is going to be much better than how Joel thinks it's going to play out. If everything goes right, they can make a finals run. If things go wrong, Kyrie on an expiring deal, maybe he doesn't buy in. 
Ben Simmons is bad, maybe. Joe Harris isn't the shooter he once was. KD's getting injured. TJ Warren can't play anymore after two seasons of being out. Can't be relying and Royce O'Neal. You know, maybe if all those things go wrong, yeah, the Nets will probably be like a playing team. And that's funny. Even like with all those things going wrong, they're still a playing team. What are the Celtics is everything going no, 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 wrong? Bro, bro, bro. You don't even have okay. to say anything. Let me what finish. was the point of that? No, let him finish. No, Please. I'm just saying. It's gonna get good. I, I wanted to get two. I, I wanted to get two options out there. They're not a playing team if that happens. Wait, who? You, you just listed you a laundry list of everything that can go wrong. You said if all that goes wrong, they're a playing team. <laughs> no, if all that <laughs> all, goes all wrong, that, they're that, not a playing what do you team. Mean? What do you mean? You just last said year, if <laughs> last year everything could that went that could have went wrong went wrong for them, and they were still a playing team. Who, boss? On um, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. KD was hurt. Kyrie he came back for a decent him. amount of Kyrie games. Kyrie barely played last That's year. Not James Harden, Kyrie. James Harden Kyrie wasn't came back bought at the end in of the season and was a, That's a literally his fault. Factor. James Harden wasn't bought in, and their depth was was there was nothing there, and they were a playing team. Everything that could have went wrong last year for them went wrong. Kyrie and, and KD they were a played playing down the stretch team. for them. They got swept, and K- KD played early in the year. And they put played KD down with Kyrie. They played down the stretch. No ben, and but they played down the stretch only in away games. That's not true. That is true, because no, Kyrie can only play li- away no, games. The band got lifted. In the playoffs, he was playing both. No, in the okay. playoffs, yeah, no, but it wasn't just the, the playoffs. So, the, but the okay, last, like all, weeks. all year long, wasn't a lot. all year long, they had no time to figure out how to play with their new roster. Kyrie Irving had to learn on the fly how to it's play with his teammates. Fault. This is another new I, roster, I'm not by the saying, way. I'm not saying it's not his fault. Yeah, this is another it's new a, roster. It's a new roster. Okay, Steve Nash is still the coach. I think Kyrie's playing the year. He's playing the entire. He's not going to play some away games, some home games for sure. No, like he's he's healthy. He can play the full season. Is he going to stay healthy? We don't know. But I'm saying it's different than last season, though. Now, do I love the moves they made? Yes. TJ Warren, his last three healthy seasons, uh, he's average. You're about, oh, this is what he's talking about. about Can I finish? Can no, I finish? No, you're you have me. a Nets agenda now. This is nuts. Can I finish? Without Harden. Holy moly. You can finish, bro. Holy moly. TJ Warren's last three healthy seasons, his last three healthy seasons, He's averaged 19 points, yep. four rebounds. He shot 50% from the field and 38% from the field. What year was his three. last year he played? In the bubble year. Oh. His last full season. 19. He hasn't 20. played in almost two seasons with a foot injury. <sighs> but the good news about that is that last year when he didn't play, it was because the Pacers were actively tanking. T.J. Warren could have played last year. He was participating in, in all of their on-court activities, but they just didn't play him because probably they wanted to take him. They wanted him to get a contract. I don't know what it could have been, but he was healthy last year down the stretch. They just didn't play him. Now, T.J. Warren, he's a very good scorer, and his last full healthy season, he was a good defender. He got the hardest defensive assignment every single night. He averaged 3.3 deflections per game. Um, per 75 possessions, which is top 15% amongst forwards. And the bad defensive reputation that he had is mostly from Phoenix because he didn't buy in. But when he's bought in, he's a good perimeter wing defender. You have Royce O'Neal, who's a good defender, who shoots 38% from three. Nick Claxton, I know, Riv, you love to rag on him and make fun of him, but... This past season, he was actually six in the NBA in field goal percentage at 67%, and he's one of the better cutters in the league. He averages 5.7 points per game on cuts, which was in the 97th percentile in the entire average? NBA. 
it seems that sounds like all of his points per no, game. No, the thing is, yes, Claxton's a decent offensive player. You don't need him to be a, a solid offensive player. You need him to be a great rim protector, a great defender. But he he's is not. he's an excellent defender. Excellent. Nick Claxton is frame. not a Nick Claxton is not a bad defender. He can switch on to guards. He can play in the perimeter. With that he's, frame, he has he has good enough length to deter shots. He's not some horrible. Def- he's not Ennis Cantor. They just need him to be viable, and that's exactly what he is. And they've even talked about experimenting with the lineup Jackson's of mid. Ben Simmons at the five. I mean, a lineup, with, a, a lineup of Kyrie <clears throat> Irving, Royce O'Neal, Kevin Durant, T.J. Warren, Ben Simmons. That sounds like an awesome lineup. Now, I know the Celtics swept the Nets. But that's not going to happen you know? again. I, I know. Sometimes it, I, I, sometimes I, I know they. He's talking like the Nets swept the, the Celtics. I I know it happened. But the bottom line is that everything that could have went wrong went wrong for the Nets. The Celtics swept the Nets. Yes, Kevin Durant had his worst playoff series of his career. Do I expect Kevin Durant to play that bad again? You know, based on KD's track record of playing in the playoffs. I, I would much more expect him to be Hall of Fame God level than I would that bad. Do I expect like 2016? Do I expect Kyrie Irving to be bad again in the playoffs? Because he only showed up for one game. No, I don't. I expect him to be good in the playoffs. Ben Simmons, as much as uh, much as we want to rag on him, he's somebody who's 15, 5, and 5 every single night. In the past five seasons, he's the fourth best defender in terms of defensive field goal percentage as the closest defender near an offensive player. Ben Simmons is an elite defensive player. He's the type of player that can turn around the Nets' entire defense because he's that damn good. Now, the Nets, with this move, yeah, they're a championship contender. Where do I rank them amongst the top teams in the East? I told you, they're a tier one team. They can make the finals. Don't sleep on this team. Do... Does a part of me feel a bit foolish for making this pick? You should. I do. The reasons why is because the Nets, kind of like the Clippers, are a team that continuously lets people down. That's what they are. That's what they have been. So do I have a hunch that maybe the Nets, once again, will let everyone that believes in them down, including me? I do. Mm. But I'm willing to take that risk with two players as good as KD and Kyrie Irving, knowing that this year – could very well be the year that they rise up to the top. I can I say, I want to say something. One thing. One thing. I'm sorry. He just attacked the Clippers. I didn't like that. Uh, too I mean, much. listen, man. We, we've had that conversation already. It never know, like, got. Swept. It's all right. No. My issue here, and it really, it really hits home with me because when I first came onto the show, the the big thing about me and and who I was advocating for was Ben Simmons, but I had to sit in this spot exactly. And here, you two just constantly bash Ben I would never stop, by the way. No, wait, fine. That's fine. You said Ben was Giannis. <laughs> That's not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, my whole point is, you're all in on Ben now, and fine. I'm fine with that. But my whole I point... I never said I was all in on my Ben. My point that... that sounds you just like, said if he they're can a championship... No, bro, they're a championship level team. Two minutes. He has to be in on Ben. that Ben is, uh, is so good. If they're a championship level team, team, he has to be in on Ben. Well, you that's said... Exact, that's different. You said in. Am Joel, I all Joel, in? Joel, I'm not Joel, all in. I'm Joel, in, though. Joel, you had five minutes at least to speak. I would like to get this point across. If you're in on the Nets... You essentially have to be all in on Ben Absolutely Simmons have to. because without Ben Simmons, they're not this championship team that you think there are. It's a similar Ben roster Simmons last year. needs to be the best defensive player in the league for them to be the, the the championship team that you want them to be. He has to be that. He can. 
I don't disagree. He's a DPOI but candidate. my point being is, so is the, Rob hip, the hypocrisy have. that Ben Simmons is a better defender than Rob Will. I'm just saying we didn't have him in that, that series. The hypocrisy that I just hear him coming out of your mouth. That's the only thing. Like I can. What hypocrisy? And you know where you know what's also what hypocrisy. Just, just that, that a year and a half ago when Ben's fresh off of Ben Simmons choking a playoff series so that seen, I was critical of him. And that's the last you've seen of Ben. That's yeah. the last you've seen of Ben. Literally. So for your tune to, ch- to to change your tune so suddenly now, that's the only thing that's, that's sitting wrong because there's with a me difference right now. in Philly. Yes. Did he fold? Yes. Was I hypercritical? Yes. With the Nets, you have a lineup where he's going to have spacing in Philly. You're on the court with Embiid and Thibel. Yes, it takes away from his game. And I mean, Embiid can space. Thibel, yes. But Joel Embiid can space, but he's not going to be playing in the offense a as a floor spacer. No, absolutely he's not. He's going to demand his opportunities in on the block, which means Again, virtually Simmons. the clog, the, the lane is pretty much clogged if you have Simmons, Embiid, and oh, okay. Thibel on the court. So, which is now why in Brooklyn he's going to have an open floor. So, um, this is. I'm just gonna play the and questionnaire. All, I'm guy in today. on Ben Simmons, but don't act like I'm in on him being some All NBA yeah, level you, I'm player. You well, need him to be defender. Yeah. I'm I don't need him, need him to be. I just need him. I just need him to play defense to and defender. playmake. You need him to be and rebound. Defender. So you need him to be him. That's literally. I don't what need he is. Ben to be a 20 point per game score. I need no it, one's asking. If Ben averages 14, that's fine. But that's what. But wait, wait, wait. This is where it's confusing me because you said you don't need him to be All NBA. You need him to defend, rebound, and playmake. That's why he makes All NBA because that's, exactly that's what, so what you need him to be All NBA because that's essentially he's how he, All this NBA is why I'm and here what he my, did I'm was he defended, he playmaked, and he rebounded. All NBA is a top fifteen player. I don't, he I don't, made, made, I don't need Ben Simmons to be a top fifteen. Well, player. Well, you need him to be All NBA defender, which he will be. That that's a given though with Ben. That's uh, a given. That's, so you need him to be some type of All NBA. And my because I'm you I'm need just, him to. Be, he's the playmaker on the team. He has to be. He I just, has to be. I don't. Ben, do you like Ben at the five? In the regular season, I think I like. I like him. I think Ben it's, I think it's at, at the five. five. But do you think in a favorable matchup they run into the Bucks or the Sixers? You think that works, Ben at the five? Or I the think Celtics? it depends on the lineup out there. Yes, ben is six ten, correct? Yes, six ten. It's not crazy. He's got decent build to him. It's not insane. I think yes, great centers mm-hmm. will have their way. Jokic. And well, he won't have to play him. Until, I'm just stating, you know, I'm just naming we're specifically really good talking guys. about the East right now. We're just so, so if he y- plays the Giannis, Bucks, so it's Giannis, or it's Giannis and Bead. They'll probably run will do well. In Boston, you don't have to worry about that. Not at all. But the, my problem, my only problem with Ben at the five and Spurts, we're just talking to Spurts right now, is on the other end, he's going to be placed on the box because that's probably where he's going to be his role is as a scorer. That's going to make it easier for defenses to hold because Kyrie agree. is not a he is a one on one player. Kevin Durant, uh, that's that's up for debate. That's up for debate. Kyrie can pass. For, no, I'm saying no, I'm saying he's like he's a one on one. He's an isolation. I'm sorry, scorer. I thought you said he's not a playmaker. No, I was just like, he's an isolation scorer. Uh-huh. Kevin Durant is an isolation scorer. My only problem is what's going to happen is if you have Rob Will out there, for example, you have a Bam Adebayo, for example, and Ben is playing the five, that's going to be easier for those two centers to sit and help because Ben, from what we've seen, this is just from of what we've last seen, is going to be very hesitant to take that shot. It isn't really reliable on the offensive end because Kevin Durant and Kyrie are going to have the ball. That's my only he problem just with needs him to be, at the five. I, I say all this and if he plays the four, him and Claxton out there, that's still clogging you, the You paint. cannot have him and Claxton on the court at the same time. I mean, they had Bruce Brown and Claxton on the Corvus the Celtics virtually both the entire stre- series. But Bruce the, the could, stre- could close. space a little bit at least. Well, that was against Boston, who Rob Will, you're not giving the ball to to make any 
any real moves down low. He's not for that. He kind of is like Ben on the offensive end, except he gets offensive rebounds. Kinda, Al Horford, he's nothing like him. Well, I mean, in the sense of where he he just sits there, you know, he waits, he gets on the glass. Hal Horford's a floor space, so he's out on the perimeter. But that's regardless. not what Ben Simmons is, though. He initiates offense. Yes. But, yeah, but how is he going? Is he going to initiate in Brooklyn? Yes. Is Why what I'm not? No, yes. I'm asking, in, I'm a fi- asking. in a five-out system, uh-huh. when you have when he's at the five, yeah. I think Ben is best placed as the primary playmaker okay. because now you are forced to spread the floor out, and he's. Who is he taking advantage of if you put a five on him and you run a five out? Who is going to actually help the five guard him? What matchups? They're playing. If he's in, if he's in, he's if he's running the center, a center is going to guard I him. Think, so I think I think he can get the better of him. I mean, he's athletic enough to. Beat, I don't think he to, if, if Embiid's on the perimeter. He's, well, he's, Embiid's not going to go out there to, to guard what, him on the perimeter. He's going to be guarding him. Ben's going to be here. Embiid's probably going to be, be at the free throw line. Yeah. I mean, Ben, his first step is quick enough to get past him. I do. Seven, if that's the game plan you're relying on to win a championship, you're fucked. Uh, but that's but not the game plan. You got different Kyrie. game plans. I mean, that, that's just one thing you can do. But I, I, how look, do you run Draymond? He's at the top of the key. He's handling the ball, but he has the greatest shooters alive. Would create insane gravity and they move. I don't disagree. Kevin Durant and Kyrie don't move. The but they're is, also forty percent plus three points. And they also agree, realize they, they can, No, but that's the thing. They're amazing shooters. They're amazing. And we're scorers. comparing the offense. You have to respect their offense. No, I'm not, no, no, I'm no, not that's saying, why you don't help off them. You're not going to help off Kevin Durant and Kyrie. You're going to stick to them they're, like gravity. The thing is, they don't move. So what happens when Ben Simmons sets a screen and now you're forced to that, switch? Like he's running. That, like he's that, running the that's pick what I'm saying. That's him without the ball. Yeah, but but he's gonna he, be doing a little both. He's valuable also. as a roller. Yes. I'm just, but we were just talking specifically if he was running the point. Him as a roller is a different story. He would he would try his best to imitate Draymond Green. Well, there's so many different ways you can play Ben. Yeah, but here's True. my problem: who's gonna do it? You trust Nash to do this? Nah. Is what I'm asking. Do you trust Nash to create this scheme, they have this to offensive system, to where it's gonna put Ben no, in I, place I to succeed? Year, or do you trust Kevin Durant to just make it up? I, I think this say. year is is Nash's make final year. It's make or break. He has the talent. He has to make the most out of it. Last year, yes, he had excuses, injuries, roster dilemma, all this other bullshit. Now this trade, Harden wanting to demand a trade. It's this facts. year, nothing. You have a clean slate. Let, let's see how good Steve Nash is. I agree. Okay. I mean, to answer the question, I do have them as a the top five team in the East. I do have them gotta. as a tier one team. Yes. I probably have them at fourth or the fifth spot. I like the Bucks over them. I like Boston over them. I like Philly over them, too, because that's a bad matchup for Brooklyn. Miami's. You're out. I don't like. I don't like. I don't have. They don't have a lot of offense. I like the matchups. I agree they have. I wish they still had PJ because mm-hmm. I like those well, listen, matchups. I'm with you. But outside of Bam guarding Ben and Jimmy guarding Kevin Durant, I don't see a world where they can, you know what I'm saying? They just have too many holes right now. They need another guy. And they're and also like their bench, Joe Harris. And if 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 like uh, essentially the Nets are getting four players this year that they didn't have last year consistently or at all. Royce O'Neal, TJ Warren, Ben Simmons and Joe Harris. Good moves. I like I the mean, moves they made. If if, sure. any, if any team so. in the offseason acquired those four players, that's they're the they've they won the offseason. Well, this, you're talking about the, them championship contenders. That's no, you're good. If they if they went to other teams, we're talking about this team as winning a championship. If they have two of the top fifteen players in the league, yes. But no. we we saw that's a team. They, we saw a team. That's it's, it's funny because Joel, you started this this monologue saying everything that went wrong for the Nets possibly last year went wrong, they and did. you could probably make the same argument for the Celtics. Um, the first half of the year, people were saying fire and Ime. Tatum got COVID. Jalen Brown got hurt. Everything Rob went got wrong hurt. For Boston. First half of the year, you could say everything that went wrong, Boston could have. It was looked at as a complete embarrassment. Tatum even admitted that. I don't know if I'm even the guy to lead this team to a championship. Second half of the year, we know things turned around. Now we're going into year two of Ime. 
you know, hopefully Rob can stay healthy, pick up Malcolm Brogdon. You're talking about all these players. I'd rather have Malcolm Brogdon over damn near all of these guys you mentioned. Obviously, Ben Simmons, if he could reach his potential, is a different caliber of player. But the TJ Warrens and Royce O'Neals, I get it. But it's just funny how you, you make Bron- all TJ Warren was better than Brogdon. Uh, Brogdon hasn't speak. played He's basketball in two years. He hasn't played basketball. You're taking right now, going into next year, TJ Warren and Malcolm Brogdon. Come on. Malcolm Brogdon. It's two guys, Malcolm Brogdon. Who, two, sure. two guys who are injury prone. But TJ Warren but, led uh, them in but scoring. Malcolm They're, Brogdon has been on the court year. before the bubble. After the bubble, excuse I just, me. I don't. But it's funny because you make all these excuses for Brooklyn, and you do have this Brooklyn agenda now. I, I, let you guys, I let you guys talk because we got into a very heated debate last week, and everyone knows where I stand on this. In terms of the question that was asked at hand where I see Brooklyn, if everything goes right, Four seed. I do think they're at the top of tier two. I think tier one is Boston, Milwaukee, and the Sixers picking up PJ PJ Tucker now. But I do think Brooklyn is on the top of tier two, right up there with the Heat as well. Tier two means what? What do you mean? Everything has to go right. You said tier, tier tier yeah. two is what? Everything has to go. I think there'd be a second round exit. Tier two. Okay. So like every, those tier, tier one two, teams, two, I see all of them so in the So European chip. tier two teams that everything has to go right, like perfect. No, I'm I'm saying more so second round exit. Oh, oh shit. Okay. So he's he's not, you're not I mean, even listen, putting them in contenders. They, have they got past oh, the listen, second round? Hey, listen, no. but I think Brooklyn, like, if you just look at them, I would put them at the bottom of tier one. I, I would put them at the but I don't think they can, like, it, like I think they can possibly beat a top three nah, team, but every, something has to be. If everything you know, goes right, they can, I, they I can think, go to the championship. I, they can I win think, a championship. I'm not all in on Ben Simmons you, like everybody else. When you look too deeply into results and don't add context into it, it gets very muddy. What do you mean, look too deeply into it? Because their first playoff run together. They took Milwaukee to seven without Harden and Kyrie. They, to me Harden at least, played. they, me to me. Well, he did, he wasn't really. Well, it doesn't about, matter. Well, why are we talking about that series well, when Kevin Durant okay, and Kyrie played okay. four games? I, I know, and I know. Didn't win. Can I get to that? I'm, I'm going on a timeline here. It's timeline. God What's, damn it! Go ahead, go ahead, do your timeline. I think to me quite easily, Brooklyn, if they're healthy, they're winning that series and they're winning the championship versus the Bucks. Like I think they're winning the championship if they're healthy, and I don't think that's a Listen, hot take. He, to he say. plays the the. Uh, why does that Woulda, matter? shoulda, coulda type of mean? idea. KD, He's like, oh, this happened, happened, this happened, this can happen, this can happen, this can happen. We look at results and KD what happened went on the court. KD 0 for 6 in overtime. He, okay, but KD Why hit a turn. matter? KD. I'm just saying, like, there, there's like, if they would have won this, the, the series, they would have won the championship. We do, like, we do understand KD that had a turnaround shot with, with his foot barely on a line that would have sealed the fucking game for them. And then he got locked up for four games straight. So what are we doing He was gassed. He did everything. He dropped 50 that. And then he he wasn't gassed and then got swept. So what are we doing? Like, what are we going to keep playing this if they would have, could have? That was was a bad series. Did I ever expect Katie to play that poorly? Absolutely not. You picked the Nets to beat us, But do do I expect him to do it again? No, I think he's going to be back. I'm not banking on (laughs) Katie to suck again, but I just look at the other teams in the East, and Milwaukee's a more complete team, have proven it. The Celtics are a more complete team, have proven it. Mm. The Sixers are probably the one you can't say because with Embiid, haven't they haven't got past haven't se- So that means every year wise. we're just supposed to pick a team that's proven it over a team that hasn't. No, I'm not, I'm not saying that, but going into the really. season, I'm taking these that's other teams usually over how them. It goes. The proven team usually has the top of, is, is at the top of the food chain. But these teams, the Bucs, I agree with you. They are proven. They won a championship. The Celtics are not proven. They we've been won a to championship. Mo- we've been to three ECS. They haven't won a championship. Chip. What have they proved? They proved that they can lose. We've been with this with Jalen <laughs> Brown lose. and Jason Tatum. We've been to two ECS and, and a lost. chip. Yo, this guy is. Nuts. Y'all haven't won. Y'all have lost. What's KD done without Steph? Man, like, What's what Kyrie ta- done no. without Bron? I know. What are we talking lost. about here? Like got KD's swept. Done Matter of fact, the they nuts. got fucking swept by the team <laughs> who keeps losing. They got swept, and the only reason you think they can do some shit is because they got two good role players and fucking Ben Simmons. 
the biggest question mark in the entire NBA. That's why you think no, they got three good role level team. They got three good role players. Joe Harris, why are you missing out on him? He's a good player. Who's that's, bet- that's the difference between this year and last Rave, year. Who's, who's ben bet- Simmons, the biggest question mark in the league, and a couple good role Rave, players. That's you, the difference. A rather, couple shooters. Who would you rather have at this point in time? Okay. I'm going to mention another addition by the Celtics. Uh, Joe Harris and Gallinari. Oh, easily. Gallinari's so- our ninth man. Maybe Royce our tenth so- man. Royce O'Neal or Gallinari. Royce, easily. <laughs> you do understand your same players. <laughs> who, <laughs> these are our, this is our like ninth man. TJ Warren or Gallinari? TJ. Yeah, yeah. You know Gallinari's <laughs> our ninth man. You know that TJ Warren's no, like no. their ninth Gallimari, man. Gallimari, Gallimari's he's our ninth man. Right now. Yeah, he's he's our ninth man. Bro, Seth Curry's like the Nets' ninth man. Bro. No, he's not. Bro, Seth know, Curry is not his bro, ninth man. What are you man. doing? Nets, whoa, 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 whoa. I apologize. I apologize. I love Seth. I love Seth. But listen, the Nets starters, Kyrie, O'Neal, KD, Simmons, Claxton. Seth, TJ, Patty Mills, Harris. Harris is their fucking ninth man too. He's fucking no, better he's than Gallinari. No, he's not. His ninth. Like, nah, what are Pat, we talking Pat, about? Pat Mills. Patty Mills is the ninth. Patty Mills is still better than Gallinari. I don't care. Facts, if you have a better facts. ninth man, then that's fucking whoop de doo. I don't give a shit. It's the playoffs. It's the ninth man. They're Who's gonna better? play pay, three minutes. Payton Pritchard or Patty Mills? Payton Pritchard clears him. Seth Curry or Patty Mills? Seth. Obvi- Seth Curry get, or Derek Payton White? Payton Pritchard's our tenth or eleventh man. They're not. He's not gonna get playing time. Grant Williams or TJ Warren? Grant Williams. Grant. Healthy? It's not even TJ Warren close, doesn't bro. play basketball. No comment until I see him play ball again. TJ Warren doesn't until play basketball. Until he plays basketball, it's a yeah, fact. Okay, no you got two players on the team who don't play basketball. Who's better, Katie, Katie or Tatum? Tatum. Who's better, Kyrie or JB? Wait, 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 wait,
four the Celtics, Tatum and JB. Oh my God. Three the Sixers <laughs> and beat in Harden. Two the Bucks, Giannis oh Middleton, God. and one Nets, Katie Kyrie. Oh my God. Wait. What the fuck? This is talent. <laughs> I guess it's talent. Wait, this wait, wait. Talent. No, wait. What the fuck? Wait, wait. Where was the Jays? Four. It was four. Or four. Where was the Bucks? It's two. Don't you dare tell me you put the dudes who didn't win a game at number he one. put them one, bro. They, they, you know they three. both played, James and they Harden played every there? game. What the hell is they wrong? played every game, and they, they got swept. You, they Riff. got swept. Riff. No, bro, they you got swept. You just said KD was better than Tatum, and Kyrie's better than JB. Yeah, but the Jays fit better next to each other. It's obvious. It's a fact. Look, these two players are they better. They got swept. Number one. All right, I'm going to go. Cause that list was fucking nuts. Um, I didn't have a ten because I'm not naming the Washington Wizards. So uh, <laughs> at, at nine I got Garland and Mobley. Yep. At eight I got Pascal and Fred VanVleet. At seven I got Trey and Dejounte. At six I got Zach and Demar. At five I got Jimmy and Bam. At four I got Kevin Durant and Kyrie. Wow. At three I got Harden and Embiid. At two I got the Jays. And then at one I got Giannis and Middleton. Wow. Katie and Kyrie underneath Harden and Embiid. Yes. That's kind of crazy. That's not that easy. You're saying it very sternly. Well, because I thought about it for a long time, and then I came to the uh, conclusion. So I'm not hey, you know what? That I respect right yeah, there. I'm not about to think about All right, so again. my number 10, Beal and Porzingis. Number 9, Garland and Mobley. Number 8, Fred and Siakam. Number 7, Trey and DeJounte. Number 6, DeMar and Levine. Uh, number 5, Bam and Jimmy. Number 4, Harden and Embiid. Number 3, Katie and Kyrie. Number 2, Middleton and Giannis. And number 1, I'm going with my Jim, list is Jason identical and, to his. And is it really identical? It's the same example? Yes. Okay. I don't mind. Like ours was exactly the same. And then you said KD before the top four Harden. is the interesting. It's the Sixers, Nets, Bucks, and Celtics. That's where things. I don't are mind. Have, I don't mind if you have the Jays at one. I really don't. No, mind. I, that I'm fine with. The only thing I, I feel like you need to at the minimum respect KD and Kyrie top three. Like one is yeah, strong. I'm three. I'm three. Middleton and, and Giannis. I'm taking. I'm gonna over tell you. KD hard and I'm projecting. And that I, I understand. So uh, real quick, but then um, Katie if, and Kyrie, though, if the like, Nets played the Celtics, Nets played the Bucks, where where do those series go? The pick and roll. I agree. If you had a, if right now you had to choose, Ben Simmons plays however you think he plays. The role players play. T.J. Warren, if you really want him to play, how did the series end up? Celtics seven, Bucks six. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. What was the question? I said if the Nets played the Bucks and Celtics right now, how do those series end? So the Nets lose to the Bucks. No, 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 no. I'm, I meant they take the Celtics to seven. And so Nets in seven oh. and Nets in six versus the Bucks. That's what oh, I'm oh, the say. Nets beat both the Bucks yeah. and Wait, the Celtics. Wait, okay. the Nets agenda has started. Beating the yep. the yep, Bucks yep, yep. in six. Celtics yep. in seven. Yeah. The agenda has begun today, fellas. August. Let's do it. Twenty fifth. It should be fun. It should be a fun year. So Steve, you have the Steve Nets Nash. going to the finals? Like, let me yeah. ask you that. No, they have yeah. to. They or have either to. them or Philly they at this point. Philly's up there, man. They have to. You're so, so the two teams you're believing on? in are the Sixers and the Nets. That's a fucking wild thing to do. Okay. Like what's going willingly, on? no one's holding you know a knife you know to your neck. You're like Joel, willingly doing what's this going shit. On? About what? Just yes. <laughs> okay. I don't know what's going on here. That's interesting. I don't know what the uh, the I guess the questioning is about. So Milwaukee and Boston are the third and fourth teams in the Eastern Conference. Listen, you you forced me to pick something. But I told you they're all tier one teams no, no, no. All, all right. one final runs. I'm asking. You're just being very right now. You know, the top confident. four. You're saying are the Nets, Philadelphia, whichever order. I don't really care about seeding. Like no, I want to know once the playoffs get. No, like, but that, this is how I'm getting. Just you're saying that Boston and Milwaukee are the third and fourth best teams in the Eastern Conference right now. No, that's not what I'm saying. I mean, you're taking the Nets over both of them. 
I think the Celtics can make a finals run. You're hurting my head. I've already said <laughs> it. You just asked us to fail. I've already said it. Said the tier failed. one teams to me are the Heat, but then you the just Sixers, said the Nets, the Nets are losing the to the Celtics. Celtics the Celtics. He forced me to make a prediction right now. Like he told me if the Nets, if everything goes right, he, that's, he literally told me if everything goes right. If everything goes right, yes, Nets. And Nets in seven versus the Boston. And Nets what about respect. the Bucks? The Bucks in six. The Bucks made no moves this offseason. They don't need to. Me. They didn't need to. Middleton they, didn't play, they and they were game okay. away. And without that, the Nets with Kyrie and Kitty were cooking them. They got swept so last it's also season. Two years ago, bro. It's another year, bro. Harden it's two years year. ago. Harden didn't play the first two years. Right, they were up two zero. Right, you're right. Katie and Kyrie. Two, two years ago. But they have a better Kyrie team. Kyrie was up. They was up 2-1. That's not really much. Their roster's better now. No, they're up 2-0. No, Kyrie played game three and they lost. I know, I know. And it was, a, got it hurt was a nail biter. Four. Yeah. So it's like they were up 2-1 and some change. It ain't really saying much. So Whatever. That's just cool. That's interesting though. Nets in Philly. I personally wouldn't do it, but I each mean, I don't mind Philly. I, I don't mind Philly either. I just think taking them over the Celtics and Bucks right now is crazy. Philly, everything's relying on Harden. The it Nets is. scheme and coach, which I don't trust. So, so right now, the outright betting. They arguably have the worst coach in the East. So uh, the Nets are third in the East, outright betting. It's the Celtics first in betting, the Bucks second, and the Nets third. Warriors, where are they? Fourth? Warriors in the West. It's oh, the Clippers, oh, and War- the Clippers okay. Warriors are tied in the West. It's because Katie and Kyrie, people are going to bank on them. and They've been fine. doing that for... Wild. Bucks are plus six fifty, and they've Nets won one playoff series against a really bad Celtics team. No, that team was ass. Yeah, we didn't have Jalen Brown, and that was yeah our worst. And year. at the minimum, they still got a game. Katie and Kyrie couldn't get one. And this is the thing. And even what I tell you, got to get one. Got to get one. Even Boy. if the Nets disappoint again, it's still a reasonable opinion to have. If the if the Nets disappoint again, we're fucking flaming you. You see how he tried like, to just say, he tried to say, lay a bed. It's okay. You see how he tried to do that? that it is. Yeah, now we're cooking because you. No, because they've showed us this If they don't already, get to bro. the ECF, we're cooking you. Right? Yes, you you yes, got to get yes, cooked. Yes, yes, yes. If they don't make it at least to the ECF. If they make it to the ECF, nah, we'll give you a pass. If they don't make it to the ECF, you're done. This isn't a J. Cole song. You're done. This isn't no role models. This isn't blame, Um, fool me one time, shame on you. Fool me twice, can't put the blame on you. Fool me three times, fuck the peace sign. Load the chopper, let it rain on you. This isn't J. Cole's song. I will be happily fooled by the Nets three times in a row. Because if if the first year they were unhealthy, the second year, COVID, Kyrie barely played. Uh, I understand they lost. That was an embarrassment. There was no excuse there. But this year, it it feels like they're bought in. It feels like Kyrie's bought in. It feels like, at least for the season, it feels like KD understands this is the best place for him to win the championship. And if I'm wrong about it, I'm wrong about it. But I'm not going to feel bad about being wrong about Betting on Kyrie, KD, and the roster they have assembled because it's one of the best rosters in the NBA. Should feel bad. Well, if they make it to the ECF, it's chopped. Tough. Chopped. That's a pretty shitty ass. They can. Season. They no, can I, make it to the I ECF. I think they can. They, they can, don't. They can though. make it to the championship. So can the Timberwolves. Timberwolves can too. Not the. They're, they're playing the West. So, so the you know. Conf- yeah. You know what I fucking. Dude, Conf- come on. That was petty. Come on. That was petty. Come on. Semantics. <laughs> Semantics. Semantics. Let's get into the West, please. Top duos in the Western Conference. Now, I have 15 teams here. Good Lord. I didn't want to list I the nines. So I guess I'll just start it off. So the top duos in the Western Conference, number 15, the Spurs. Okay, but who is No, no, no. He let, let him go to, at 10. He can start was, naming yes, five. Yes, yeah. At just name teams then. Keldon Johnson, Devin Vassell. Oh, the Rockets, Kevin Porter Jr., Jalen Green. The Thunder, SGA, and Josh Giddey. The Jazz, Donovan Mitchell, Mike Conley as of right now. Oh, God. The Blazers, Damian Lillard and Jeremy Grant. The Mavericks at 10, Luka and Dinwiddie. 
The Kings at nine, De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis. Like it so far. The Grizzlies at eight, John Morant and Jaron Jackson I Jr. I love it. The Suns at seven, Devin Booker and Chris happening. Paul. The Timberwolves, Anthony Edwards and Cat. The Pelicans at five, Zion and Ingram. The Nuggets at four, Jokic and Murray. The Warriors at three, Steph and Dre. The Lakers at two, LeBron and AD. And the Clippers at one, Kawhi and PG. I got to say, this is an amazing list. Thanks. It's an amazing list. And you did what I couldn't do and was ballsy up and put the Pelicans in the top five. I respect the fuck out of it. Thanks. It was an amazing list. Are you done? Only thing I will say that I didn't like was that you didn't put my boys at number one. But I understand. Who's your one? He had the he had PG and Kawhi. The reason why I put I Le- thought I was going to do that. No, all right, I'll I'll give my I'll give my top ten really quick. But it's pretty similar. I have Luca and, and and Dorian Finney Smith. I'm sorry, I'm not putting I'm not putting Christian Wood. Uh, number nine, Fox and Sabonis. Number eight, John Bain. Uh, number seven, I have Ant and Cat. Number six, I have Bi and Zion. Number five, I have CP3 and Booker. Number four, I have Jokic and Murray. Number three, I have Steph, Wiggins, or Dre, whichever you want to put. At number two, I have PG and Kawhi. And number one, I have LeBron and AD. The, the reason why I respect you is because I didn't want to disrespect blatantly CP3 and Booker. The fact that they were the number one team in the Western Conference, they went to the finals the year before, you still have to respect Devin Booker and, and, and his abilities on the basketball court, and of course CP3, without a doubt. Why I respect you is because I wanted to put the Pelicans in the top five. I'm accounting for CP3 regressing. Which is fine. And that's me and Riv had this conversation before the show. If you're putting BI and Zion into your top five, it automatically becomes a projection. And that's something I guess I should have done in hindsight. Honestly, now that I'm adjusting, I want to put BI and Zion into that top five because I firmly believe Zion, when he is meeting his maximum potential, he is a top 10 player in the NBA. BI right now is a borderline. Top 15 player in the NBA, borderline. No, nah, top 20. No, no, he, no, that's a lock, right? Which is why I say he's a borderline top 15 player in the NBA. That's not crazy. I'm not saying that he's locked. If it anything, is pretty crazy. He's 15 at the at the minimum at the at the max. He's 15. outside the top 10 is like Paul George, Trey Young, yep. Donovan Dame. Mitchell, yep. Dame, John Morant, John Morant, Donovan Mitchell, Cat. Donovan Mitchell, and Bi. This next season will be a conversation. This is what I'm gonna say. Is that crazy to say, sir? No, it's just really fucking bright here. This is <laughs> yeah, put those back this is because you know it's facts. Bi can be better than Donovan this Mitchell. This is what I'll yeah. say to that. But he's not tough. No, it's no not. I was well. I said Zion. Let me let me finish, King. Zion can be a top ten. Right now, you top look at ten. I'm saying his potential is oh, top oh, I'm ten. Thinking, yes, I'm thinking you're talking no, about going no, to no, the no, next no, season. No, oh, okay. no, and then you look at bi. Yes, yes fine. okay. Potential I'm with you now. Okay, I'm with you now. I thought you meant like going into no, no. I think the Pelicans came out. I apologize. The Pelicans, when comparing Zion, B.I. versus Jokic and Murray, the Pelicans, I think, have a better duo. I just put the Nuggets ahead of them because that Jokic-Murray duo has been to the conference finals. I agree. And with them, unlike Phoenix, I don't have to account for a regression for any of these two players. So, wait, wait, which wait. is why that logic is sound. I'm with you there. No, it doesn't make sense, No, no, no. Which, which, no, I agree. Because you put 30. KD and Kyrie at one on the other side. And you didn't put LeBron and AD at one, and they're the only duo outside of Steph you have and like Dre the Jays to win a championship. That's because AD, the past two seasons, hasn't been very hasn't was, been himself. No, wait, no, you just contradicted yourself. Because you said, you just said you put them up there because Jamal and the Joker have went to the WCF. That's fine. Yeah. But you had the Jays at four, and they just went to the... Finals. Well, there's it's there's a difference. There is not. Um, yeah, there's a difference. No, there is a difference. What's the difference? Yeah, it's an agenda. No, no, no. You want to know what That's the difference, the difference. is? I'd you want to know love, what the difference love, is? I actually would love Jokic to. and Murray have went to the conference finals. Pelicans, do Zion, Bi. Do mm-hmm. I was thinking about putting them, but I didn't because of the success factor. The difference with 
Katie and Kyrie and the Nets is that, I mean, they, although they haven't proven it in Brooklyn, they have proven it that they can win championships. Not as a duo, though. Katie proved that he can win a championship when he joins the greatest team of all time. He was the best player on that team. And Kyrie proved that he can win a championship. Shout out to you, Kyrie Irving. Absolutely. I'm grateful for what you did. But he only proved they're both the best player to ever play the game. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, yes, they beat them. Are they NBA champions? No. Kyrie and Katie are NBA champions. I get what you're saying. Kevin Durant has the hard way, but if we're talking about a Kevin Durant-Steph duo... Bro, they need, the, they need the two best players of this generation to get them. KD was the best pro on the team, bro. Steph no, wait, Curry that, and fucking LeBron. So why do you have the Jays at four, though? Because he has an agenda. Like, it's disgusting. It truly is disgusting. <laughs> no, no, no. Could, could the Celtics look? I, no, no, no. You can't you mean do that, Celtics. bro. The highest I put the Celtics is at three. Coulds. Do that. Who's in front of them? Do that. And beat Harden. Bro, the Celtics haven't done anything. The Nets better win a fucking championship this year. That's what I'm saying. The Nets have to win a championship this year for you to sound right. Your agenda's sick. The Nets have to win a championship. You realize that. If you want to put Tatum in and Brown over and No, they're two for me, but I'm just saying your logic has to be. The Nets have to win a chip because the Celtics are at four because they lost. Now the Nets are at one. They have to win a championship for them to be the number one. You put the Jays at four because they didn't win. The team that got swept, the duo, that duo cannot be at one. Because you put you dropped the Jays all the way for losing in the finals. They got swept in the first round. They gotta be at like eight based off your logic. Swept in one is they gotta be at like eight based off your logic. Just like the East and West time zones, my East and West duels are different. Different criteria. <laughs> Why can't the logic stay well, the same? Stop. Does not say the same. Yo, can you different? Bro, it's just admit you no, have the agenda is, and we can move on. This is a generational hate agenda. This is a generational hate agenda. It's crazy. Agenda. All right, I'm gonna go. We're gonna go back to the West because that. Whoa, wow. Okay. And also, when talking about the Nuggets, not only do they have success, uh-huh. but Nikola Jokic is an MVP, a two-time MVP. So uh, individually, I mean, him alone, I can quite confidently like. Mm-hmm. Put over the Pelicans. He won more games than Katie and Kyrie. Okay. But Jamal Murray is like a bonus. He's awesome. And in the playoffs, he plays out of his mind. Mm-hmm. But that's why I comfortably put them over the Pelicans because they have that. They have achieved something. And One of the best playoff performers of our generation. Yes. And Jokic and Murray. I mean, Jokic alone, MVP. So you, hard to so you that. put the Joker. You put Tatum's that, not an MVP. No, I get it. You put, you put that duo over the Pels because the He's Joker. Jalen Brown's not even all NBA. You put that duo over them because the Joker has won things individually by himself. Well, and then with Jamal a duo, Murray's he has not an all-star. Well, we, but right? we, we know what the duo. No, Jokic I get it. Jamal, Jamal Murray is he an all-star? No, he's no, not. Right? Yeah, but Jalen Brown's an all-star. He went straight to all NBA. He didn't even say all-star. Right, no, forget went about straight that. Straight to all NBA. It's crazy to me. I don't, I don't Jamal Murray's not an all-star. You're definitely a generation hated. He was hurt this past season. He was. He was. He wouldn't have been an all-star. He was trending towards an all-star level year though. That's fair. You said all NBA for Jalen Brown. Okay. So you say the same thing about Jamal Murray? He could be an All NBA player. Well, I think Jokic clears Tatum and JB. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking Jokic. <laughs> I know it, it is. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Jamal Murray's just an ad hoc. I literally just said that. So wait, you're taking Jokic and Murray over JB and, and JT as a duo? Yeah, I would. You're nuts. That's so fucking insane. Why? I don't. You, I don't think. think it, I don't. Think I, I, would, I don't think that's insane. I, it's I don't think. It, I don't think that one's it's insane. Joker. I, I don't think that one's insane because they do fit magically they do. together. They do. So I don't think that one's insane. That other shit he's talking about with the, with the, the losers. That's insane. Uh, that, just the sweepers. The Nuggets went yes. to one ECF. One WCF. And they WCF, were. And Joker wasn't as good as Can he I was. Ask now. You? Are you taking Katie that's and Kyrie or Jokic and Murray? I'm taking the Joker and Jamal. I don't know why this this fascination with Katie and Kyrie. Can I hear your list? I'm curious. Yeah, I got you, boy. So ten Fox and Sabonis. Nine, Luke and whoever. It didn't really matter to me. Eight, Ja and JJJ. I have JJ as his duo. Seven, Book and CP0. Uh, six, Ant and Cat. 
Five, Zion and B.I. Four, the Joker and Jamal. Three, LeBron and A.D. Two, Kawhi and Paul George. And one, Steph and Dre. So I, but do you really believe Steph and Dre is a better doing than Kawhi and PG? You had Jokic for you, so. Yeah. You think that you do? Yeah. I mean, I, it's, I'm it's, just going to use your logic. I Steph mean, carries so much of the, the offensive listen, machinery. I, I'm asking you. I'm asking no, I do, you. I do. I'm not saying it's not unreasonable. It's reasonable I because think, I think in terms of I like, know how good they are. No, I think in terms of like all trolling aside, in terms of like success and what those two do together on the court, the impact, yeah, I think they're better. If not, if you don't think they're better, they're just as good. They may not be on a talent perspective. I go, but, you know. I go case by case. My entire list is not driven solely off of winning or talent it's a that's case. cap you it's just a, you literally just said it's a case by case li- scenario no, you literally just said the joker and jamal what yeah, they did in the wcf will, uh, is why over the pelicans nah, that's a give, case nah, by case I scenario give, i will give him the benefit of the doubt because ah. if he would have kept it consistent then lebron and ad would have been number one and the warriors would have been ahead of the clippers correct i have the clippers at one because it's a case by that's case what, listen basis. i like your list in the western conference immensely i do have my issues here and there the only issue i have is that when you look at the Eastern Conference, it just doesn't, it's just it's not, not the, the same, same criteria. Exactly. He fits a, things to fit his agenda. Yeah, it's a duo That's thing. Why it's with the Western Conference, you had no agenda, and it was obvious. You think that I'm really going to put the Celtics over the Sixers? You think that? You I should. mean, if you weren't biased, yes, I would you think, think so. With, with me knowing what Harden's going to be this year, you think I'm going to do that? Harden's going to be really good. I mean, on a case-by-case With Embiid being an MVP-level player who's better than Jason Tatum, I'm going to do that? With Harden, that conversation. With Harden... And beats better you than Tatum. Harden is better than you JP. You have the conversation. But if so, if you're going off a case, so if you're going off that, I don't understand why your logic's so different on either Bro, side. It's because obvious. if what you're going mean? off, like, if, if, Embiid, if Embiid is better than Tatum, and Harden is better than you said Jalen Brown, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then I then why I don't. But then why you can't keep it? Just I don't get. I don't get to your logic. The Sixers are above Celtics for me. I get that, but it's like. I don't know, success, I guess success just for me in a duo. What you've done and how you fit fits better than just a talent. Because you could be a talented duo, but if you don't do anything with it, hence cough, cough, Kevin Durant and Kyrie, then it's like, who cares? Tatum and JB also have the benefit of being around the better roster of all these teams, oh, of all these duos. Wow. Because, I mean, winning is not just a duo thing. It's a team thing, right? Didn't KD and Kyrie pick the majority of their roster in the coach? Who has a better roster, Celtics or Nets? I know. I'm, I'm you just Okay, you thank you. You picked the Nets to win. You just told me that the, that the Nets have a better roster overall. No, he's talking, we're talking about last no, year. No, no, that's past, that's past why past you, you, you fix yourself, and I'm fine. Wait, but didn't you pick the Nets to win? Celtics. So you didn't care about exactly. the roster. Because Katie and Kyrie, I thought it would be enough. Because you think that duo is yes, above, and then but, they proved to you that they're not enough yes, because they're not that type of duo. Was it a bad duo. opinion to have? No, it was not because Katie had... Well, I think at this was a bad opinion. No, no, I don't think... In hindsight, it is. That's wrong. I don't think it was a bad opinion. It is a bad opinion. But I think at this point... It was a wrong opinion. No, I'm saying, no, I, no, no, listen, I'm saying I don't think it was a bad opi- no. opinion to pick the Nets no. to win. But I think as of today, he says that because he's not looking back. No, 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 he says that up. because he picked no, the Nets. No, I'm saying as of today, to putting them over now after it's what crazy. we just seen is a bad idea. There's but at that point, it wasn't a bad idea. There's a difference between a wrong opinion and a bad opinion. No, it was a picking bad the Nets over the Celtics. Not a bad opinion. They got swept. They didn't win a game. You picked the Celtics in no. You picked the Celtics in six. I wasn't here. Well, I, I think if I have to ask you, would you would you have made it six games? You, start, uh, you didn't think nobody here, maybe outside of you, which I think you, you really picked, just guessed. You, picked Boston. you said five, anyways. Wait, wait, you picked them to win oh, no, one. We have the Rare, video of me Barkley saying that's Celtics, uh, Celtics and four. Rare, Rare, Rare. I thought you was trolling. Rare, 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 uh, you would Rare. think. Talk to Hold me. Up. You picked um, you picked Boston in six over Golden State. No, I picked them in seven games. Okay, you were wrong. I was wrong. Was that a bad opinion though? Yeah. Yes. You think oh, that was a 1, bad one? It was bad. They looked bad. 
It's that also was, different when you're in the fucking finals. And it's also honest. Honest. Sometimes you got to be honest with I don't yourself. Think, I don't think that's a bad opinion. Cloud-ass trolls over but here. But I do think that clowns. picking the Celtics Man, you, over... You were a clown. You picked the Nets over the Celtics. They yeah, got swept. Hey, listen. I, I, I took my when, L on when that. You Utah, about, like, you, you're, you, you're lucky that Golden State took you... The they did. They did. You know... When talking about the Celtics, you also had Phoenix going to the finals. No, I did not. Had you in the picked West Phoenix Conference. over the Warriors. You no, did. Yes, I you did. No, I, early in the beginning, no, I'm saying early when the, the playoffs started, you was like, I have Phoenix not going. True. Yes, you did. That's not true. And you had That's him going true. to the WCF. At the halfway controls. point, I shake your hand. You're 100% Who'd you have right. going then? Who? He didn't have the Warriors. Nah, nah. Towards the end of the season, I did pick the Warriors to go. I don't recall. Okay, that. but listen, this is what I'm saying. Picking the Celtics over the Warriors before the series started versus picking the Nets over Boston is. Much different. I think Very that different. the consensus was that I think most people thought the Nets were going to win. No, they. I think they were favorites. Nobody thought that Katie was going to play that bad. Favorites. Slight. Kyrie they, only. I, we only didn't think it'd be a sweep. One. It was. Cl- it was close, but Celtics were slightly favored. I mean, listen, it happens. It happens. Nah, but I'm, well, there's a difference between being swept? wrong in the first round yeah, nah. compared to the swept? finals. I'm not gonna lie, when the they got swept, I was in awe. Swept. I was in awe when they got swept. I was. I ain't never seen no shit like that in my life. It happens. No, no, it does not. No, it literally didn't happen once last year, except like Kevin Durant. It literally did not happen to a single other team. I was. It doesn't just happen. Kevin Durant is supposedly an all-time great. That should call me my surprise. I ain't gonna front. It was crazy. That's they duo though. Kyrie game one, I thought that was the one. He did not. They did not game win that one, game. Game one, Boston stole it. Simple as that. Yeah, we made plays. You stole the game. Yeah, we won the game. Stole the game. I don't give a fuck. What, what is a leprechaun? Isn't what leprechaun something that steals things? No, he's lucky. That's what he is. Okay. That's a lucky, lucky, it's lucky. A, a lucky. Yeah, ah, he does. Still gold. He does. Still they gold. Do. Yeah, still, still gold. gold. Yeah, it's true. Okay, if you steal a game outside of the <laughs> NBA championship, they don't steal that. You haven't won one in. Like I mean, they have the most ever. Jeez. Like, I don't love the Wait, Celtics, what? but what in recent history, though, they won in two thousand eight. In re- the last ten years, that was a minute ago. Okay. Damn, what? Oh, what's this about the leprechaun? Oof, I don't know. Young. Twelve years. My now. top ten duos in the no, West. I don't. I don't even have ten, but it probably be Fox's bonus. Nine. I have Luca and whoever. Eight. I have the Suns with Chris Paul and Booker. Seven. Ja. JJJ. Six. Zion and Bi. Five. Cat and then Edwards. A little higher than the rest of you. Four. Jokic and Murray. Three. Bron and Ad. Two. Curry and Draymond. One. Kawhi and PG. I love the PG. So you had the C's at one on your top East list. Yes. So why over the Bucks? Um, over Giannis. No, no. I'm sorry. I had the the, the Bucks at one. Pardon me. Okay. Because they have yet to get beaten technically. So I had the Bucks at one. I have the C, the Jays at two. Okay, I understand. Yeah. I, my my I'm consistent with my uh, criteria, buddy. Yes. Yeah, I'm a, I, I like winning. I like when they show me results. You know. I don't like losers. I guess. I like winners too. Yeah. <laughs> it's respectable. Uh, yeah. I like winners. Yeah. <laughs> I just I like I like when you know the Jays won. You know you know what I like? Oh. I like believing in my guys, and I'm gonna believe in Tatum Katie has Kyrie. more. W- and I'm gonna believe in Harden and Embiid. Tatum has more conference MVPs than Harden. Well, that was just a new thing. Twenty five. It's a new thing. 24. 24. How many MVPs does Tatum have over Harden? Nineteen, actually. Huh? <laughs> How many MVPs does Tatum? Talk about the regular Harden? season. Tatum's a playoff performer. I like that. Harden's more. a better playoff performer than Tatum. You oh, because that, right? he, he averages more bland numbers. I like what I see. Bland numbers. Is so, but okay. I see his Tatum. So you want to talk about right? Uh, Harden not was right injured now. last season, right? Tatum right just now. revealed that he was so injured. Right? Remember that? It's not the same. Thing. He just re- he just revealed that he was injured. What was it? <laughs> like shoulder fracture? It's like a fracture. It's not the same injury. Yeah. <laughs> a fracture. Harden had a great two hamstring. No, they're, they're both bad though. One is obviously more bad, but they're both. And bad. Tatum was probably like. Not even telling the truth about his probably. Why would he? Be Harden lying? actually got. He was. It was actually reported that he was hurt during Broke when it was happening. Liar. Why would Tatum? Because he wanted to outwardly come out and say, "Yeah, this is why I was mid." What do you mean? 
Tatum, Tatum, did Tatum never it. made Tatum in that interview did not say I didn't play well because I was hurt. He just said I've been I was hurt for most of the Harden year. Harden never said he didn't play well because he was hurt either. I know, but you said he would. He no, said he that because he's shit. mid. You said Tatum said that because he was mid. No, no but it, was, it was quite apparent that Harden literally could barely walk with Tatum. I'm not. He was ar- still I'm playing. not arguing Harden versus Tatum. I'm just saying he that's was like hurt Chris too. Paul when he he Chris Paul after the, after he lost in the playoffs said he was hurt. He was yeah. playing hurt. I know. So did there was Tatum. no reports of that though. There was no reports from Tatum either. Right, so you know, either report it or don't say nothing about it. Screaming, either report it or don't say nothing about it. Can't bring up an interview three months later. Mm -mm. Nope, not at all. Oh my god! Either report it, either while it's going on, say you're injured, or don't go back and say, "Yeah, this I played back because it is." You're acting like he made a big deal out of this. He said they asked a question, he answered, and they moved the fuck on. Maybe sometimes you should maybe not be so honest. Just be like, "Oh, I don't want to talk about my injuries." Bro, it's a simple question. What was the question? I don't remember. Oh, yeah, because he probably brought it up on his own. I, I actually have no clue. And I was like, yeah, I was actually hurt, you know? I think that that's how it went. He actually said, yeah, I was actually hurt. And Taylor Rooks was like, oh, wow, really? I think that was That's how it went. Oh, she was So interested. Tatum, in his he first— was, He was about to breeze by, and then she asked about the injury. No, because he mentioned it. Well, he, so that's why she but asked But he brought it up very lightly. He's like, oh, yeah, it was banged yeah, up. Then she, he was going out with his I mean, story. And a, good ro- a good reporter follows up. Follows up on Okay, then he has to go and go into detail. Stop defending Jason Tatum. I'll defend him until I die. Yeah, for sure. Like, till I die, I'm in the grave. I will be Jason Tatum defender. On to the last topic of the show. It's going to be a Kobe Bryant tribute. Yesterday was 824. We're recording this 825. His birthday was 823. Yes. So Kobe Bryant tribute. We know that he's one of the best players of all time. He's a great human being. Um, For me, my fave moment of Kobe Bryant is uh, 2010 NBA Finals. That's what got me into basketball. That's my favorite first moment. I still right. remember to this day sitting in my couch basement basement when uh, Ron Artest hit those two game-sealing threes. Powell Gasol's excellent rebounding. Kobe had a tough shooting night, but he rebounded so much, and they beat the Celtics, which made it even better. Uh, Kobe Bryant, <laughs> the memory still is in my head of what he did. And, you know, I think um, he's definitely missed. I, you know, for me, I used to watch motivational speeches of Kobe Bryant all the time, and it's really sad that he's not on this earth today because I think he's one of the better human beings. Not only is he a great player, of course, but he's a smart guy. He's written he's written books that have gotten awards. Like, won an Oscar. Yeah, he's just did so much, and I think it is sad that he's not here uh, today. But you know, that's just how life is. Oh, uh, for me, my favorite Kobe moment wasn't like it wasn't in the game or nothing. It was like it was at USA practice when him and Kyrie was going at that's it real. back and forth. Kyrie tell him he can't guard. Kobe told about he he a young pup, and then them going to play in Cleveland. Kobe Bryant locking him up at the end of the game. So I just just think that like Kobe showing his his fight, his his work ethic, showing his ability, telling him straight up, yo, I, I I can easily check you, and then going out and showing it. Just talks about the competitive edge of Kobe. And I wasn't like a major major Kobe fan. I didn't really gravitate towards Kobe Bryant, but I respect his game. I understand who he was. I knew who he was as a basketball player. And I feel like, like you said, him winning the Oscar, him being involved in his daughter's, you know, his basketball team, coaching them, teaching them how to play ball. I thought that was, like, huge, especially for me as a dad. That kind of motivates me in a way. So shout-out to Kobe. Rest in peace to Kobe. You know, he's his shoes are magical. You got to talk about the shoes. So fucking fire. I need me some Kobe's. I got two pairs. Do you really? Yeah, I folded with my second pair. I actually wore them. Oh. I folded, but I played basketball in both of them. Great shoes. Absolutely. Love Kobe's shoes. One top five. 
Even though they're low, you're good with them. I like. I, I don't like a lot of lows, but mm-hmm. Kobe lows. I, I agree. I actually, I, I feel pretty comfortable you, as long as you're wearing firm socks. They're, they're yeah, firm. like I don't like too many lows, but Kobe lows. I could so dig. I don't care how basic this answer is. Kobe Bryant dropping sixty points in his last game ever is arguably the greatest regular season moment in basketball history, in my Thanks. opinion. And the way that he did it, thirteen unanswered points in the last two minutes of the game. As the team was down 10. He was tired as hell, too. He goes and backpacks to a W in Kobe fashion, just completely takes over the game and finishes with 60 points. The only thing that comes in any like type of comparison to that is Derek Jeter walking off on his last hit ever, last game ever. Like That's the only thing that I could think about to compare to Kobe dropping 60 points. At the age of 37 years old, it's just one of those things that you probably will never see again. I remember watching the highlights the day after, just how amazing it was. I genuinely just started to tear up. Like, it it was just that magical of performance. Only Kobe Bryant could do something as special as that. You guys hit it perfectly. Kobe Bryant not being here really is a tragedy. The impact that he had, not only for the NBA, but for the future of the WNBA also. He really cared about the WNBA. He wanted Gianna to be the face of the WNBA, and he was trying to be a pioneer for them. And that really hurts because his impact there would have been enormous for them. Gianna would have been a huge help for the WNBA also. It's really tragic, of course. And Kobe Bryant always will be missed. And I think it's just a voice of reason because whenever people talk about the WNBA, they often make jokes about it. And I think Kobe Bryant was that voice of reason. Like people that are making jokes about it are kind of, you know, shallow. Ignorant. Yeah, Very ignorant, ignorant, shallow. I was just at the game, the uh, playoff game. Fun, fun, exciting Liberty? game. Yeah. It's really tragic, s- actually. Yeah. Our girl, Sabrina, just... She folded. No, I'll, uh, I'll be the first. I've seen everything. Bro, it hurt. Didn't, she didn't show me what what everybody had been talking about. You know, I'm, I'm I've been chatting, critic. too. Yeah, she didn't... I didn't... It I hurt. saw the other girl, though, the light-skinned girl, Lanny. Lanny, uh-huh. she's a dog. Like, she... She was getting gritty, but um, it was a great game. I don't know why people people. I, I, I was probably one of those people who was like, I don't know if I want to go to a WME game. Went to the game. I'm like, it's fun. It's fake lit. The, the arena was nice. There was a lot of people in there. We had some good seats because the Liberty are yeah. exciting. Their future. It was a really of exciting WNBA. game watching Candace Parker and them. It was it was exciting. So I liked the game. You saw legends. I did. Candace is a legend. She really. Yeah, no, 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 bro. She's she's a she folded. She didn't play that good. My who, top. Candace? Yeah, she didn't play. My that top good. Kobe moments. His best, arguably, on the. Court moment is probably you know one of my worst game seven loss uh, in the finals, but you know yeah, as nice. a as a young kid probably hated Kobe for it. We played them you know back to back years obviously, but growing up you know you you learn to appreciate. Just I feel the same about LeBron. You know like when I was younger I hated him, but growing up it's like you just have to appreciate how great they are and how much they do off the court for people, their family. But I would say the two moments that not just my favorite, but probably exemplify Kobe or what you mentioned the sixty points in his final game. Going on. I remember turning it on. It was probably a 10-30 game because it was in L.A., right? Late. I remember late. turning that on and just seeing him just be Kobe. Really. I remember just, that day because it was them and then the Warriors was breaking the record. They won the, the 73 yeah. game. The seven, so it was like a magical night. Everybody was like flipping back and forth, flipping back and forth. And then uh, crazy. the other moment being hitting the free throws after his torn Achilles. You know, another thing that just really epitomizes what Kobe Bryant is after he goes down to injury, goes back to the free throw line, hits both free throws, comes off the court and find out, you know, within the next couple of days that he tore his Achilles. He's deeply missed. You know, that's uh, that's going to be one moment that I'll remember for the rest of my life where I was, who I was around, like what was just going through everyone's head. And it's, it was just crazy. Those first like couple minutes where like you knew it and not everyone else in the room knew it. 
and you kind of just sat there. You're like, bro, like, how do you even like fucking talk about this? Right? It's, it's Kobe Bryant's like almost feels bigger than life to discuss someone of his stature dying, but um, deeply missed. And you know, he just did so much for people off the court and on. Yeah, for sure. He could have three peated too. That's fucking crazy. That three P would have been crazy. Would have been. It's a shame that we never saw the LeBron and Kobe finals match. LeBron around. bum ass. Now, LeBron, it's LeBron's <laughs> fault or the Cavaliers. Cavaliers. Were he was mid. the favorites to be Orlando. I think yeah, he was favorite. They, they were. They fucking were. bum. He folded. The Magic was a. They were a good team. The Magic Brian was. Boy. That's his fault. Kobe got there. The the goal was yo. See you get there, Kobe. I ain't waiting for LeBron. I have to see Dwight Howard. LeBron came crazy though, did he not? No, he did. He played amazing. He did that Team forty ball and then the three point. The three to, that's one of his prime moments. Got to win. And he lost the series. And that's gonna do it for episode two hundred and five of the Pick Aside Podcast. You can follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Pick Aside Podcast on Twitter at Pick Aside Pod. Don't forget to join our chalkboard or Discord if you want premium access and two extra episodes a month on Patreon. Thank you guys for listening and or watching, and we'll see you next time. This is Kirk Henderson from Pod Maverick, a Dallas Mavericks podcast. In case you didn't know, the show you are listening to right now, as well as my show, is part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Blue Wire was founded in 2018 on the concept that independent podcasts would be more successful if they worked together. Today, Blue Wire has grown to feature 300 shows led by former athletes, media professionals, and passionate fans. Over the past few years, Blue Wire has privately raised over $10 million to expand their team, podcast network, and business operations. Now they're raising another round on WeFunder. WeFunder is a crowdfunding service that connects startups with investors. It's a cool platform that gives everyone the opportunity to be part of a growing startup. You can invest for as little as $100. In other words, you don't have to be a millionaire to invest in cool companies on WeFunder. Blue Wire is raising money to expand their sales team and improve operations, which will in turn help this show continue to grow. If you'd like to be part of the Blue Wire investment round or want to find out more information, go to wefunder.com/bluewire.